Ah, it's that time of year again. It's when we start anew and talk about games of this year. Welcome. It is the Game Overse Year-End Awards. This year's going to be a little different. We're going to break it up in two parts. Joining me is Wasabi Ice Cream, the one that created this wonderful event every year. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. What a year it's been. What a year. It's been a great year. It has been a phenomenal year, as some people would say. It's been a terrible year, too. That, too. Mostly great. Mostly great, though. I mean, we started the year with Resident Evil 7. It just went downhill from there. Well, there there were ups. There were ups in between that, but yeah. I mean, that that was the one that kicked the ball and went like, all right, it's 2017, here comes Resident Evil. It was Resident Evil, and then there was Horizon. Horizon, yeah, Horizon was February, and then the week after that was Breath of the Wild. I'm not going through it, but, you know, the, the timeline of events is what I'm trying to say is it wasn't very heavy into one direction. And then you had the... Uh, then you had the Weeaboo games that came out, like Persona and Nier and Noah. You know, they hit around, like, April. Persona was April. Then you had that little bit, and then you had the fighting game stuff in June. And then you had Splatoon. And then you had October. And now we have, now we're at the end of December, where PUBG just came out. Literally, didn't it just come out nine days ago? Yeah, on PC. And we're and Xenoblade came out twenty nine days ago. It's I, I I we're gonna get into it, but I just I just want to say for me, I never seen a year that literally we had to we. We had to play game, and I, I don't mind, I really don't, that there's big releases coming up until Christmas. Literally bumping it. I know there's games that done that before. There's games that came out on the 26th. Uh, Mecha Salt 2 came out on the 26th. Uh, that was a Microsoft Game Studio game. <laughs> I never understood that. You couldn't release your game on the 21st. Was that... Was that a good game? No one remembered it, so so I'm going to say no. I don't remember it. (laughs) No one remembered it. It was for the original Xbox, but no, I don't think anyone remembered it. Uh, Dead or Alive. I mean, there's games that come out in this period that we're talking in. There's been been releases, but this year's been mostly hanging around that thing. But people go like, well, PUBG's been out and whatever. But we should get into the category. I just wanted to just run down that part about this year it's been a very good year and it's not just been crammed into one like a month you know you had your you had stuff almost every month they look forward to which is awesome yeah normally you know there'll be like a month for like there's nothing here we also we also name every year like give it a little title and uh, this year is the year of the loot box. I cannot disagree more. I cannot agree more. It's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. 
or disagree because boy, the year of the loot box, it's it's like someone they got real scary. Yeah, they they definitely found new ways to kind of milk people for their cash. And and some some games this year and fucking really just almost the 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 straw that broke the camel's back. It's kind of a <laughs> huge sh- backlash on the straw. On more like just they just went like camel meat meat fat thing. Loot boxes. I mean, loot boxes themselves have existed for like at least a decade now. Loot boxes. Like they, yeah, they've been around. They've been around for a very long time, but they they never quite tried to weasel their way in as they they have this year. And to an effect, and if you ask me, to very middling and very bad effect. They add almost. We're gonna get into that, but the problem with loot boxes is you're supposed, you know, loot boxes are supposed to be like a present you get on Christmas Day. Like you're supposed to get excited about. Oh, am I gonna get something? Except for the present might be a load of shit or garbage or something really good. You just don't know. You might get a lump of coal, or you might get a new car. But yeah, that's that's the thing is, do you want to pay for a better lump of shit, or do you want to pay for the new car? Now, that was always my problem. Is just that loot boxes just never had a reason to exist beyond, hey, this is going to make us more money. Like it doesn't add anything for the person playing the game. Like. If if I just wanted like a cosmetic outfit, I should be able to unlock it just by playing the game or just doing like an achievement, and then it'll give me this you know this skin for my character. Like, right? There's, there's there's ways that they could do it without being scumbags about it. Like there's there's no good loot boxes. Like people want to defend Overwatch, but it's the same shit. The problem with Overwatch is it's 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 his rate of drop. The things you get are not very good. And that's by design. That's what a loot box is, is by design. It's by it's chance, of course. None of this is like, oh, I got something good. Ha ha ha. No, you're supposed to go like, oh wow, I got something that someone else didn't get. Yeah. Like once those Overwatch events are over, I don't really care for them. Yeah, it seems like most people play Overwatch only during the events anyway. Yeah, well, because they're the best part of Overwatch. They really are. They really are the best part of it. And I'm not I'm not going to sit here and go, like, I, I enjoy them. I enjoy the event. You know, like, I don't think this year, well, this year's Christmas one. But, you know, we're in year one now that there's, you know, the first skins came out. And they did the, you know, this one's the Christmas one where they get the Yeti and, you know, the snowball fight. Like, you can, you can now can buy those last year's skins for about, I think, a thousand. Which is cool and all, you know, that they do that. But still, it's like, you guys are crazy. But no, I don't, I think, I think loot boxes, like you said, it's been here for a while. And I think some developers... Are milking their their fans to death. Yeah, 
So we got a category this year for best loot boxes. Oh, Whatever that means, we're gonna figure it out. Yeah, best loot box it might be. Yeah, we might we might find just where the hurt box is too. Yeah, that is definitely not good. Oh, what a year it's been. A lot of tire fires too. A lot of tire fires. All right, should we get into our first uh, our first thing? Or you still want to do some housekeeping and all that stuff? Uh, no, I guess we can get into it now. Uh, first category. Also, we're gonna do this a little differently. I think last year we did like the like one game, and it was it was it was user voted. This time we're just gonna vote on everything, and it's gonna be one winner and one runner up for each category. Okay, that sounds good. That that's yeah, that's that. But yeah, that sounds good. So the first category is cat- character of the year. Best new character, pretty much. And let's see, some suggestions we have already are the Baker family from Resident Evil 7. Senua from Hellblade. The Red Prince from Divinity, Original Sin 2. Super Spesh from Wolfenstein 2. And Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Also, who... Cappy from Super Mario Odyssey. You don't really talk, which but he's just there. Right off the bat, right off the bat, I think we can get rid of him. Yeah, he can go. I don't know. He's not much of a character. He's just kind of there. I mean, he's interesting. He's useful when he gives you like tutorials he's and a, shit, he's like a, loading screens. But. I mean, he's definitely a. I only put it in there to acknowledge that he is a character. He is, technically, but not a good one. Didn't put him there, just like you said, for conversation. He is a character. You know, but that's the problem with Mario. I didn't finish the game. How does his, like, does his character arc change throughout the game? No, dude. It's still the same. Okay. Nope. Well. He, finds his, he finds his sister who is named Tiara, and they go off in the ether. They didn't explain his crazy backstory and origins. No, no, no. They didn't take like an hour to to, to go like let's let's talk about Kepi. Yeah. Now, he's not. He's not a very good character. No, no, he's not a very good character. Not at all. <laughs> all right. So super special. Super Spesh is okay. So there's a lot of characters. There's a lot of good characters in Wolfenstein too, but like some of them you meet like later on in the game, and they don't really uh, have like time to shine enough. And other ones they like kill super early or they just die, and they don't really again have time to shine. Super Spesh. Uh, had his time to shine. He's like a, um, he's probably like the resistance guys you meet, and he'll, um, he 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 goes off on these crazy fucking like conspiracy theories, and, and he's super paranoid about like the Nazis and shit. And he he, uh, so you really you really get to uh, oh you're playing video there. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, you said super special. I'm. Yeah, it's what we do. Yeah, it's one of his one of his moments. But yeah, I was just wondering about Mister Special. But yeah, he sounds cool. Yeah, he he's one of the funniest characters in the game. In a game that's and, very uh, dark and Nazi. Yeah, and and you really you really like. Uh, he's he's married to another one of the good characters, and. When he meets his ultimate demise, uh, it's one of the best like twists in the entire game. Yeah, that game is very id software if you really think about it. Very, very, you know, horror with comedy. Yeah, but it's just it's super surprising how how well the entire thing is done. That's right. Yeah, I mean, this is this is some intense shit. Especially, you know, for a character that was just like a lump of pixels. <laughs> you have nothing you turn from nothing but a fucking face of pixels to to this insane story. It's, it's really cool. What the fuck is happening in this game? <laughs> what? You, just See, you have them. to you have you have to play Wolfenstein, dude. He just literally just slapped me in the face. I I will play it. You you don't want to stop. You're gonna want to stop this because it gets fucking. It gets good, man. All right, I I, I it gets good. We're gonna talk about the story later anyway. So that that's coming up. I think that will be tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk about the story tomorrow. All right. So yeah, that that looks. Sorry, it's just the way she slapped him is just hilarious. Just saying that just that's just funny. Yeah, but yeah, Super Smash. Uh he's a really good character. But um I don't know if he's the best like the best one here. That I definitely take um Well, I, I haven't played Xenoblade. Yeah, I played so. 80 hours of Xenoblade. Yeah, right. I played... How, how's Pyra's character? The thing about Xenoblade, and I know I keep thinking this is a knock, and I, I don't know. This is not a knock, but this is one of those slow burn kind of character development kind of things. So, you, 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 you touch Pyra, I'm like... What do you mean you touch her? You touch her, and she goes like, hey, you died. I'm going to give you half my life force. You go like, okay. And she evolves from this character. She evolves over time. And then halfway through the, or like a quarter through the game, she becomes bipolar, and that's why it's slash Mithra, because there's another person that Mithra turned herself into. So Pyra's not her. Like, yeah, Pyra has her own thoughts, but Mithra is the person. Right. That makes sense. No, no, it makes absolutely no sense. But, you, but you, you know, you, you feel for this person that, you know, the they call her the Aegis. You, you know, her struggles and the, the past of the great war of Xenoblade. And you feel for this character that you're going through. So it's mostly, it's a, it's a story about, not about Rex, it's a story about Pyra and Mithra. About their uh, about trying to find 
trying to get her to Elysium. And she grows as a character, or not grows, or or remembers as a character. And it, it you know, by by hour eighty, you're like, yeah, I would do anything for this bitch. <laughs> you know, so it really is a really powerful character to see someone like that go through. But yeah, I that that's the thing. Like Xenoblade takes a while for their. There's a lot of characters I could have added, but. It's like, I didn't want to make it, like, super heavy on, like, here's a bunch of Xenoblade motherfuckers, you know? Like, I was not going to add Nia, which is, like, there's a scene in Nia that just... It was so anime, I couldn't even believe it. But, yeah, it's... Yeah. That's what I said about Wolfenstein, too. Like, there's, all, there's like, a bunch of characters that I could have thrown in there, but... Super Special was like for me the 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 one that made it like oh man I want to go see what 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 Special's up to man he's got some crazy shit to talk about <laughs> yeah you can just, li- just like let you can go. you get this this parts where you can roam around the the submarine that is like a central hub area you where all the characters hang out yeah and you can um you can just walk around and just talk to all the characters or like have some like shit or they'll just be talking to each other and you can just watch them talk. And like I would always go find like find out what Super Special was doing because his shit would be fucking hilarious. He does sound fun. Ah, <laughs> oh, Wolfenstein. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm glad that Bethesda understands what Wolfenstein is. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe he is my like top character. Now that I'm thinking about it. Now that I'm looking at this list. Um. Senua would probably be probably be my number two. Yeah, this is from this is one of those like uh from yeah, from Hellblade. Yeah. Um Yeah, she just has she's she's a character with like mental issues. This is actually what we were talking about. I guess the other day you mentioned like how um like female leads have to be like strong and stuff like that. She's really strong, but she's also like simultaneously very weak at the same time. Mentally, and, but that's different. Yeah, but it, it kind of exposed her mental or her like mental state. Kind of exposes like some of her like weaknesses and like self doubts and stuff like that. That's like rushing through her mind as she's trying to you know do this this ultimate task um and you know and and that that's the way the game kind of exposes her like vulnerabilities and also and I think it does a, a, a really good job of doing also that. a lot of games do and a lot of games or a lot of media doesn't doesn't really tackle the whole mental illness thing from any perspective any any yeah not even from a meaningful perspective or just any. And if you ask me, that's really sad. And it takes Ninja Theory, you know, those dudes that did Devil May Cry, to actually uh to actually do it is really impressive. But yeah, I mean I'm glad they made it. I'm I'm glad they made the, the game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I would. I would honestly put her at like another, at like a a one on this 
on this. Maybe like because now that I'm looking at everything else, like Divinity Original Sin Two, I didn't really play that much. That one's a piece. Uh, that one's like what straight up PC. I heard that's like the best PC game ever. Yeah, it's, it's well, it's, it has really good uh, controller support. Uh, just like this, like the other game. The other game started out on PC, then they ported over like an enhanced edition that was like optimized for controllers. But uh, the what I did play of it, um, the one character that really stood out was the Red Prince. And he's kind of like he's like a lizard man. Yeah, and... I'm watching some of this right now, and I'm going like, "There's a lot of like mental illness bipolar this year for for people in games, and they have to be female." I'm not against it or anything, but you know, if Xenoblade with their schizo effective aegis is weird. Well, I think like Xenoblade does it in like a very anime way, where it's just like, "Hey, I'm this character now. Now I'm this character." Right. You know, I like fucking anime does. He's popping in and out of characters randomly. Oh, it's definitely popping in and out of characters randomly. It is that game. I will pop in and out randomly the game. No question. But yeah, that's just... I, I, I That's the thing. I think a lot of games... I know this is character, but character development. I feel like, you know, with Xenoblade and Hellblade pushes that that forward i think that you know people are not just one range people are a myriad of ranges yeah definitely and uh you know movies do a good job with that but games it's always like people were always kind of wooden <laughs> for a while and like hellblade went like they don't have to be wooden they can be psycho Okay, she's not psycho, but you know what I mean. She's just trying. Yeah. To... Yeah, but... I feel like games still have games still have a lot of catching up to do when it comes to. I mean, it's it's a different kind of medium when you tell the story a different kind of way. You know, a movie, a movie only has one way of presenting its story to you, just by fucking telling you outright. Right. But a game can convey its. It's meanings in, in a lot of different ways. So, I guess that's just why it's it's a little. It seems like it's a little behind, you know, more the more seasoned forms of media. But she looks a little young. That should be a little older than this. Ah, uh, the Hellblade girly. I thought she would be a little older than this, but oh well. I mean, she might be as as old as what? She just looks 14. She might be 18. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not sure how old she was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it like she looks pretty young. But yeah, definitely got the little ticks down and everything. You know, the way the, the eyes move and everything. Yeah, it's just how... Like the animation, everything you can convey that yeah, this is a person that's going through something. It's those little things you have to, yeah, have to look at, you know, when you're. All right, so 
I, I see the point. You know what I want to get into? You know what I want to talk about? The Baker family. Yes. Those spider-written assholes. Yes. Um, so, the Baker family... So actually, I didn't. I also didn't play a lot of Resident Evil Seven. I played. But I played I, enough of it to go. I played enough of it to go. Okay, this is still a Resident Evil game, so I'm done. But the Baker family is what happens before it turns into the Resident Evil game, and to me, it was the best fucking part of the game. Uh, so up to the point I played, I don't know if it gets any deeper than this, but I guess you're. Uh, girlfriend or wife gets like kidnapped and she sends you like a video message uh, like about where she is and and she's captured and uh, some shit like that. So you go over there to the, to, to get her and the, the first people you run into are the Baker family. It's a, a husband and a wife a grandmother I think like a daughter and a son, I think. Maybe two sons. Right. But they um, are they are the most like menacing uh beings that I've ever run to in a in a Resident Evil game. Lucas Baker and Jack Baker. Grandma yeah. Baker. <laughs> Gra- Grandma Baker. That's a Zoe Baker, Joe Baker, like Lucas and Jack are, well, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them Bakers. Yeah, Marguerite Baker, Zoe, Joe, Aveline, they adopted people in this weird way. Yeah, they adopted people in the in the Baker family. Yeah, the video you're showing is not... This is the DLC, no. which I don't think they're even in this. They're not in the big. They're, they're literally they're literally in like the, only the like first four or five hours of the game. Ah, or they're probably in it beyond that, but there wasn't it wasn't enough of them to like keep me wanting to play the game. Uh. And not they're not so much good characters as just they're just they're just presented like horror, like they're a good horror movie family. Yeah, in the in the versus the evil kind of are they? They're not the new umbrella. They're just there. Yeah, I don't even know if umbrellas in that. I'm not a Resident Evil fan. Me either. They're, they're, this this I added them to this list just because I was like. Oh, this I like this Resident Evil. Yeah, but also the character is not about is this is this character better for the game? I mean, if they're solid characters, they're solid characters. Yeah, but like I don't I don't know anything about them as characters other than fucking you know they're like very scary and intimidating. Yeah, they're very horror with uh, you know with their victims and killing people and all that stuff. But yeah, the uh... it it just felt like it finally felt like a horror game that I was playing and not like a cheesy ass 
Well, that's the thing about horror games. You're supposed to feel for these characters that you're in. You're supposed to feel like the tension and things are happening. Yeah. Even though it was like, it was like cliche as fuck, like, oh, my girlfriend's kidnapped and oh, the hell she's in. It's like a haunted house and shit like that. Like, it's very typical horror movie. And then she like, but, and then the scene that everyone sees where she like bashes her brains in and shit. And it's like, what is happening? And then there's a door with spiders. I'm like, I can't play this. I, w- I would literally bash the VR headset if I saw that. Like, but, yeah, the, the, these guys definitely don't um, are not are not character of the year. I would I would remove them from this list. The bakers? No. This is your this is your wife that you go rescue. And then she gets like all kind of crazy cuckoo cocoa puff. What's with all the girlies this year that go cuckoo for cocoa puffs? We're doing the award show and we're talking about the Baker family. They steal they didn't steal her. They kidnapped her. Made her go nutty. A lot of games with girlies that go psycho. A lot of psycho bitches in this. What's up? What's up, Jello? So that's our list. Okay. The Baker family, Hellblade, uh Super Special. As much as it pains me, I don't think Mithra and Pyra are going to survive. Is that that that's what we're looking at, right? They're not surviving. I don't. I, I don't think so. As, it doesn't. They, they don't sound like. They don't sound like totally developed characters. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I. I yeah, like if you ask me, the Baker family and Siona, I know I said that wrong, and Super Special, or th- those are my three. But that's not, you know, pick one. That's pick your pick your poison. Pick who you think. But if yeah, you, if you I, ask, I'm thinking Senua. Yeah, that's what I'm Senua, thinking. Senua, I'm thinking is the is the the winner for this. The only reason is Man. because her character's so fleshed out through Hellblade. Yeah. Like, her character becomes... You, you become that character. You want her in her struggles and all that stuff. So that's that's why I see it. Even though Mithra and Byra, you know, it's very... I mean, yeah, it's a good story, but it's very anime in its story, you know? It's you know it's not like when you buy Hellblade it's like hey you, hey this girls have problems we all have problems but you know what I mean yeah man, I'm feeling I'm feeling super special at number two here yeah that's what I was looking at super special and uh, the Baker family number three what's the list. Uh, we're doing the game award of uh we just did our first category and that sounded good. Our next category <laughs> 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 
it's going down for real. <laughs> you ready to get into this? For best shooter? Yeah. Best shooter, next category. Next category? Uh, yeah, so, it. no, I mean, we're doing it, but this means, you know, the best... The best first person or third person shooter. So now we're talking. We're not talking shooter in like the traditional, like classic sense. Like, oh, this is yeah, a, this is you know, like forced if, side-scrolling shooter or like a like a run-and-gun shooter. We're talking if it has a gun and you shoot people and kills go up or not. It's a shooter. Because one of them or two of them, well, three of them is actually third and first, but that's that's neither here nor there. You haven't played a shooter this year, then I don't know what to tell you. All right, we should read this list. It's a, it's I know every year is a good year for shooters, but this year is a really good year for shooters. Yeah, you want to read the list? Yeah, Destiny Two. Splatoon 2, Wolf is Sign 2, Ghost Recon Wildlands. I played that. Prey, Lawbreakers. Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Call of Duty World War 2, and we can't forget the Juggernaut in the room. Sorry. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which I played yesterday. Didn't get no chicken. Yay. I, I, I... Did you kill anyone? I did. They, they crawled and then they died. Yeah. They crawled and then they died. But yeah, I did. I definitely killed someone. That game. Hmm. No, I don't want to. I don't. I want to get to that last. Get to that last. We have. We have too many. We we have. Okay. I, I don't want to. I'm going to keep this elephant, which is a big ass elephant, in this room over there, pink as fuck. I want to get to Destiny 2 first. Okay. It's more Destiny. <laughs> it's more Destiny, yeah. They... I don't want to say that's a bad thing, but it's more Destiny. It's more It's more Destiny. It's also more of the same Destiny. Right. Like... I don't, my my big problem was that they really recycled like ninety percent, not ninety percent. All the all the character models, all the enemy models are mostly unchanged. I don't want to lump Splatoon. And most that. most most of their behavior patterns right. are unchanged. Like as, aside from the the fallen, now do this like Naruto ninja sprint when they run, but. Like everything else is pretty much the same. Like it's a little longer. The con there's more content and it's better content, but there's still not enough content. Yeah, so that game where you where you get like thirty hours in, you go like, well, I saw everything. Wait for the DLC to come out. Yeah, and then even when the DLC came out, it just was not even fucking worth it. Yeah, and it's like it adds a few maps and all that stuff, and then that's it. Not really, uh, not really a game where you can just sit and go. 
I guess that's my problem. I wish they fleshed out more of the uh, Crucible, but I guess they fucked that up too. Yeah, I liked, I liked, I enjoyed my time with Destiny Two. I enjoyed my time uh, with Destiny Two, definitely. I did, I did that raid, and the raid was probably the single best piece of like shooting, shooter, first person shooting content that I've gotten all year. Right. But again, it just wasn't. It wasn't enough. Like it's, I wish the game. I, I wish the game was like that raid more, the entire way through, instead of this thing that I might have never seen if I didn't have a group of people who were doing it. Yeah, Destiny Two is very Destiny. Sorry, not just Destiny Two. Destiny's very. Hey, go grab a bunch of people. Let's go do this. Yeah, it's good for that, but. And there's people who just want to do that, but I I don't want to just rerun the same content over and over. Plus, and this is before we even talk about like how they've been fucking with like the the numbers and and not being completely transparent about like XP gains and shit like that. Like this is before we even get into that. Like really, I was done with the game before any of that happened. Yeah, the I just, fuckery of that shit. Like it's a great shooter, but it's a bungee shooter. I mean, I don't want to sit yeah. here and say, "Oh, is that a?" It's it's good. It's really good. It's functional. It plays well. It's a bungee shooter, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination. But it's a bungee shooter. Then, <laughs> if yeah. that's what you want, that's what it is. It's a bed bug shooter. Yeah, so it's good with friends. Bungie knows how to make shooters. But um I don't know. And, and the Crucible stuff I wasn't I wasn't a fan of either. But I, I never was a fan of Crucible. I guess my problem with Crucible this year is Bungie knows how to make competitive shooters. You know, like competitive matchmaking and all that stuff. This is just kinda hey, here's your gun, go kill. Which is fine and all, but it's just literally nothing there. Yeah. That's really that's really all I gotta say about Destiny. It's, I don't want it on this I don't want it on this list. Also, can we talk about the next game that's basically the same? Basically almost the same problem. What's that? Splatoon two. Oh oh good. Yeah. Basically the same problem. I didn't. I didn't play Splatoon two, but that was re- the reason that I didn't was because I felt like it was just it's going that to game. Be, it was going to be the same thing. If you really think got, about it, Destiny and Splatoon two are is that? I know people are like how different can it be? I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's you when you buy Destiny two, you're buying Destiny. Like some of these games change up, you know. Like when you buy a Call of Duty game, they all they don't feel the same. <laughs> World War Two does not does not feel the same as Infinite Warfare. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. And people are like, well, you're you saying that's a bad thing? No, I'm just saying that's what it is. When you buy Splatoon, you're buying that game. Almost down to the uh, down to the mechanics and how you kill things is almost the same. 
to me, that's fine and dandy, but for someone that's looking for, you know, if you haven't played like 800 hours of Splatoon like I have, but that's that's one thing. But it, it, it keeps very, very close to what Splatoon 1 was. Now, like I said, depending on who you are, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. But I guess my thing with Splatoon is, like, I got my fill out of it from the first game. But with Destiny, uh, I, I still wanted more Destiny. I think we all uh, want more Destiny. And I, I wanted to believe that this was a good Destiny. <laughs> Me too. I wanted to I mean, believe. I, I, bought, I bought the game twice. I bought it twice. I wanted, I, you know what was up? I wanted to believe. I really did. I wanted, I wanted to go, maybe this one. Maybe. And I know they, they, they made a lot of right with Destiny 1. I know what people are going to say with Destiny 1. They added the content. They added the Crucible. You know, they added all this stuff to it. And they made it great. And the le- you know, But I wanted to believe that they were going to write the ship. Write the Destiny 2 ship. And to a point, they did. And to another point, they didn't. Yeah. Well, in a lot of ways, some of the stuff in Destiny 2 was like a backstep from where they were at the two end steps, of Destiny 1. Yeah, two steps forward and like five big steps back. But, yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't need to be on this list. I want it off this list. No, it's sounds just... Like you, sounds like you want Splatoon 2 off this list. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, really? You really mean that? Yeah. Those two can go. Normally, I would go crazy and go like give Splatoon to the uh, game of the year. No, they can go. They can go. They can definitely go. Um, and then other like I didn't play Ghost Recon Wildlands outside of the demo. Right. Last was that last year? I played that beta demo. I I own the game and it's not a it's not a, if we if Destiny two it it's Splatoon two is like the these games are not awful but they're they're functional. Uh, Ghost Ghost Recon Wildlands is a little less than that. I mean, it's functional, it's fun, but it's not like a game you come back to. So it's in the same boat as Destiny two. It's functional. It's fun going around being a drug lord and uh you know. Throwing your drone up, and uh, you know, me and Rook would play it, and, he, and the uh, drug lord was getting away. Well, like, I'll get him, and then use a grenade launcher and kill him. That's fun. Or go like, Hey, how we gotta get over there? I'll just call a car, and <laughs> just literally a car just shows up with with a like just like a chauffeur. Go like, Here's your car, sir. I'm like, Get in. And he goes like, What the hell? How how did you do that? How did you get a car? Yeah, just you know, it's part of the perk. But you know, it's fun with friends. They added a ton of shit. Do you hear about the Yeti thing they added? Or the uh, uh, they, they added Yeti or a, a Predator? Yeah, Predator. Sorry, not. Yeah, they added Predator out of nowhere. That that sounds awesome. Yeah, they added like Predator. You just you just running around with your with your friends and like all of a sudden you see like at a corner of your eye just something like what the hell is that jumping around the fucking trees and shit yeah what the hell is that yeah they added predator 
People are like, there's still some platoon stuff on there, but yeah. But that that's it's that game, so you know, roll with your buddies, all that stuff. But it's a very open map to go around and do all that stuff. They're still supporting it. They just added PvP, you know, player versus player, which that game needed. That game was that like a like a battle royale mode. It should be. It should be, but it ain't. I think it's just sixteen on sixteen. My my problem with um like anything with the Tom Clancy name on it is that they're they're not they can't really get crazy with them. Like having that Tom Clancy brand mean means it's it's it has to be like authentic at least to a degree. So like they can't have any fun weapons, they can't have any fun right gear and shit like that. It all has to be just fucking just this real boring, it's realistic shit. It's the same problem I had with like the division. It's like, man, you, you really like have an awesome framework here, but the constraints you have on what you can do with it is just not it prevents it from getting having any real fun. Like I feel like that game that game is like Ghost Recon Wildlands, I think of like Just Cause. A game where I can just blow the fuck out of everything and, and attach people with attach people's limbs to cars and like like cue haul them and shit like that. You know, it's a game you can make your own fun in, but Ghost Recon didn't really come off that way for me. No, it's very technical and methodical. It's very uh put up your drone. Okay, how many bullets do you have? You know, do you have an ACOG? Who's who's got who's got recon? Who's got whatever? You know, and that's fine and dandy. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But that's the this is you know this this is the polar opposite of Destiny Two and Splatoon Two. This is a very uh, PVE kind of thing where you go around, you know, killing people and uh thinking about it you know you're you're with your squad and you're with your buddies trying to take down these drug lords in very interesting ways but no i i i it, you know i don't want to do like the giant bomb like oh if splatoon 2 and destiny 2 is off should ghost recon remain i don't know keep in the back of your head Keep it in the back of your head, but definitely the next game on should stay on this list. It's our only single player game because the last, well, Ghost Recon can be a single player, but this is like straight up single player. Like, hey, this one has no multi. Is uh, Wolfenstein Two? Yeah, Wolfenstein Two was on this list. I f- I feel almost as strong about Wolfenstein. I did about Doom when that came out, which is a shooter. Um, I don't know, and a lot of people didn't like the shooter parts of Wolfenstein, but I don't know. I thought it was fun as fuck, man. If that like, it was so fun that I had to, I went back and played more of it after the, the story was over. Maybe it's just how it how it did things differently. It's just I re- I, I like the the run and gun feel of like classic shooters. I just love, you know, just never stop moving mentality of just like strafe, 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 shoot, 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 do a wheel, do a wheel, do a wheel, blow shit up, blow shit up. Like I just love the the nonstop action and stuff. Um, I don't know, which I guess a lot of people just aren't in tune with anymore. 
because a lot of a lot of shooters today are just slow and methodical. I'm gonna I'm gonna hide behind this this barrel and and get my health back before I pop out and shoot these guys. Right. It's you have to think about it and all that. Like stuff. Wolfen, Wolfenstein, you can't do that. Like you don't regenerate health. Well, you do. You do to a point, but you know you're not going to get most of your health back just by doing nothing. You got to go out there and kill shit, get health pickups. Yeah, you have to really think about it. All right, it looks very Doom like. I mean, it's running. It runs on the same engine. Yeah, it seemed. You know, I don't know why people had so much problems with it. It seemed like it's very Doom. Dual wielding Yasi, what they're saying. Yeah, it's I love cool. the I love those uh, the automatic shotguns, the Nazi dog and all that stuff. I don't want to. Pl- I just want to show the gameplay. That that's what I was trying to show. That's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very Doom like. It's a phenomenal game, and, and it mixes up. Um, it mixes up kind of part like in the beginning, you're in a fucking wheelchair with no guns. And you're just like that sounds hilarious. I heard about they make they make yeah they make you a first person shooter in a wheelchair, stealth killing motherfuckers. Like it's it's it it does crazy shit. And that's what Wolfenstein and Doom are. It's supposed to be horror with with hilarious shit. It's not supposed to take it like super serious. And it's nice to see them not take the game very seriously but no i think wolfenstein's definitely uh, a contender of not being eliminated and this is before we even talk about you know the story shit yeah but we're talking about the, mean, the shooter part of it aren't we yeah that's what we're talking about we're talking yeah. about best shooter like is, is this game fun at the end of the day it's fun it's a lot of fucking fun like yeah. i said a lot of people a lot of people were turned off by the combat but I I don't know I don't know if it's, if that's just because this is the style of combat that I want in a shooter, and most people might be looking for you know a Call of Duty style slower pace thing. But fucking this is like right underneath Doom for me. That's fine by me. I think that's that's a good. Uh... It's a good argument to have. Yeah, I wasn't going to cut Wolfenstein at all, but yeah. Alright. The other game I might cut. Not Ghost Recon, but the other I don't know. I feel like I didn't play Prey, and I don't really care for it. I know that's the other uh, Bethesda game. Yeah. Oh, Cliff, I just mentioned, i go back to Wolfenstein for a second. Alright. He mentioned how he cranked down difficulty. Yeah, I, I definitely set it to easy myself but that was more because i just wanted to get through it than because i was playing it so late uh, i kind of just wanted to rush through it and experience it but the the easier setting was like actually pretty pretty good i thought like i, I did die a couple times i did um like really come close to dying uh and it, it felt it felt it felt fine playing on easy or whatever it's just whatever floats people's boats you know some people are like well you should play it on hard and it doesn't matter but it's just one of those things it's like i think they fucked up on the uh on the actual yeah they fucked up on the 
on the uh, difficulty scale, but that's all right. Yeah, I also didn't play Prey, even though I have it. I've, I've launched it and seen the opening thing, but uh, I didn't play this game, so I can't really talk much about it. Yeah, I mean, I heard it's good, but is it? I don't, I'm not talking about story, but I'm talking about if people like you know, like Doom is a fun little like people like yeah, I was mowing down people and it's fun. Like people are like yeah, pray, it's good, and then that's it. Yeah, ask me. That's where it ends. Yeah, I mean, it, it seemed like a different game. You know, we've got these like monsters hiding in objects in the in the world, and they just pop out at random like that. It's almost got you know like horror aspects to it too. Which is fine. It's just weird how, like, praise a game that literally came out when the 360 was new, and people were like, "Hey, look, pray!" And that game was fine. Yeah, but this isn't even like this is like System Shock. Like, it's I'm pretty sure like the developers said like, "Yeah, you know, this was this is this is probably what System Shock Three was going to be," but you know, we just called it Prey. We have we have the license, so we called it Prey. This is a Bethesda game, right? Yeah. Bethesda took over the Prey license. Because Prey 1 ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, the first game was like more like Portal. Yeah, with... Uh, with that that game was just middling. Not bad game by anything. It was like it's a video game. Had Art Bell in it. You can go up and up and all that stuff. But I found that interesting. Like this is like you're clicking errors and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they rebooted it and it's just, you know, it's like Like, this game came and kind of went in 2017. Yeah. Again, I, I didn't play it. Speaking, so we can we can take it off the list. Speaking of a game that literally came and went, literally. We also take Lawbreakers off this list. <laughs> Absolutely, but I just wanted to just comment on the sadness that is Lawbreakers. Can, can we? It's actually it's actually a fun a fun game. Yeah, I just want to see the tragedy of lawbreakers. Like it's one of those Unreal Tournament games that's like really 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 fast. Yeah. I, you look at it and you go like, wow, this is a lot of fun. I, I was going to say, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely one of those uh, one of those Unreal Tournament uh, uh, shoot the person as quick as possible kind of thing. Your, your aiming has to be perfect. Yeah, you can even shoot backwards while you're running. 
Yeah, I, 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 yes, it's going to get cut. That's not, that, that's, you know, this doesn't hang. Lawbreakers. It's just a tragedy that this game failed. So, I, you know, there's multiplayer games that failed, but holy shit, did this one fail? By, you know. Yeah. Mo- and I, it's it's a good game. Like, I, I would have bought it and played it if, you know, it had anyone playing it. Yeah, that's... Like, right now. Also, right now, if you ask me, just because the game... Like, Lawbreaker seems fun, but if there's no one playing with it, how fun is it? Like, with Doom, you don't need people. Yeah. Wolfenstein, you don't need people. Prey, you don't need people. You know, Splatoon 2 and Destiny 2 live by their community. This game has none. Yeah. Or you can just, like, do like I did for a while and just play with, like, bots and shit. Play with bots for years and then go online for the first time. Be yeah, like, oh shit! You get more. You get a game faster if you get bots, but bots are not. I don't know. I just feel like bots are just kind of the same. They're not. They're not as good as real people. Unless they're Nintendo people, then they all feel the damn same because they're fucking bots. Even though it's online, they fucking feel the same. But, yeah, I didn't play enough of this, so. I don't even think free-to-play is going to save Lawbreakers. I mean, Evolve did it, and I feel like just, I don't know if it's just Cliffy or Dude Huge that stabbed this game in the in the back or something. It's just, yeah, this game is death by its, by its community, which is whatever. It happens. No one said that when you create a new IP of a game. That the community will follow, you know? Alright, so next one is... uh, I don't like Uncharted shooting. Uh, Neither do I. But... The Lost Legacy... Is the same thing. Great. But with uh, women this Great. time. So that makes it, that makes it way better. Yeah. Great. That's exactly what I hear. Yeah. Oh, it's got girlies in it, so that makes it way better. Yeah. I don't know. I liked I like Lost Legacy for the same reason that I like every other Uncharted game. Story's really good. Graphics really good. Best graphics was, in the industry. The action's really good. This is fun to play. Absolutely. Well, not. And and this one was short enough to be like, yeah, this is how long I wanted the charter game to be. Um, anything with Claudia Black is instantly good. Anything with Laura Bailey is instantly good. So you bring those two together and you, you've got, you've already got, you already won in, in my book. But uh, actually playing the game, you know, it's just Uncharted. Which is good. But I'm talking about the shooting part. It works, but it's not its focal point. Yeah, I will say like your your um your partner is is a lot more useful in this 
than any other Uncharted game. Like, they'll actually, you know, kill people. Um, they'll help you solve puzzles. Uh, shit like that. Oh, I forgot about that lockpicking minigame, man. It's yeah, that, that really, looks really that that look, stupid. That looked brutal. That it's looked really brutal. Yeah, that looks brutal as all hell. I like how they make the joke about it in the beginning when she breaks the window. It's got really good lighting effects. This is a PS4 Pro. Uh, this is PS4 Pro, uh, you know, uh, version, you know, enhanced. But I'm like, that's some good lighting effect. But yeah, that's some. Um, I'm glad they they do good jokes and all that stuff. It's just one of those things I look at and I go like. If the story, if it's uncharted, so I'm not saying take it off or like, oh, it doesn't belong there. But I'm just going like, eh, the shooting's not its strong point. But it is, it is, you know, I'm not going to disqualify it either. But you know, we got other fish to fry and bigger ones. If you ask me. Let's get to this year's travesties. <laughs> you ready to get into this year's travesties? Yeah. I'll say again, I didn't play I didn't play the final version of Battlefront 2. Yeah, I got to tell you, I just want to say this. When I played that beta, it unsold me so much. Yeah. Well, I was I was never sold to begin with, but it's it's you know because I, I didn't like the first game and, and this one just looked like more. It unsold me. It unsold me so hard on that I I just couldn't. Uh, well, it has a campaign now though. No, it doesn't. It has a really bad campaign. It doesn't have a campaign that you would go like, man, this game has a campaign. That's what people wanted, though. They wanted a campaign. They got a... They got, they got a campaign. They got garbage. I don't know. I look at this and I go, this game looks middling as hell. I, look- I mean, it, it always looked like it could be fun, but the pro- progression, the progression would kind of hinder any any fun that I might have from the you know actual gameplay. Right. It just. I don't know. The game just seems middling as hell. I, You know what I hated about it? You know, you had to follow the MTT, which I, I dubbed the Mitt Romney, because I went like, go defend the MTT. I went like, I don't want to do that. I just want to go and kill things. It, it just literally d- didn't understand what Battlefront was. And I think the shooting's bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, it's Star Wars. It's all kind of pew, 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 shoo, shoo, shoo. 
Yeah, we all thought it would be, uh, what was it? A terrible, yeah, terrible AI. It's like when they make these games, they make it for an audience of idiots. It's like, oh, it's okay. We're going to make a game that is, we're talking about it's, we're talking about shooting. We're not talking about it's loot boxes or anything. We're talking about the actual, you bought this game for this. Not a good game. Not good shooting. And the pedigree of it's bad. That that's just that's just how I feel. Alright. So I, I no, I don't think Battlefront 2 is good. I think the next game is Call of Duty, which is Call of Duty. Call of Duty World War Two. I didn't play it. I this one it. I didn't play. This, this one, one I, I did play. play. Yes, I okay. did play. I, I I played it on the stream. I played it on the stream. So I definitely played. Uh, I definitely played it. So there's no question about it. Definitely uh, played some uh, the duties, as they say. Uh it's it's fine. I mean, it's 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 Call of Duty and World War Two. I, I I don't want to sound like vague or anything, but it's I I I thought after a while it it was a little bland. I wasn't saying it's a bad game by any stretch of the imagination, but it's definitely it. They stripped out all the colorfulness of Call of Duty and said, "Here you go." I actually liked uh, last year's game, uh, Infinite Warfare. Okay. Just because it kind of did, the campaign was done in an almost completely different way. Like, there were open sections where you can actually choose choose a mission and, like, you'd unlock, like, new weapons and shit. Like, does this one have anything like that? Or even like it had like you know the, the even the flying missions too where you just get no. in a spaceship and just run around and shoot shit. No, they didn't have any of that. This is like typical Call yeah, of Duty. It's, it's not even typical Call of Duty. It's Normandy. You go to Norm. You know, it's it's basically a World War Two uh, story. So the story takes absolutely no risk. None. None. So it doesn't even get to like the Call of Duty like we're going into your mind and fucking with you. We're going into space. It's it's not very good uh it's not a very good story mode. I mean how many times can you uh go into yeah. This this gameplay that you've got playing looks like what I at first I, I it popped up and I was like, "Oh, it's like an HD version of uh, World at War, which would have been great. Like, it looks like that at first, at first glance. Yeah, it like, looks oh, it looks just like that, except for a lot nicer. It is that yeah. game, not really. I mean, World War. The thing with World at War, it's it's Call of Duty Four engine in World War Two with dogs. I'm I'm just saying. I don't know why they made that game. Yeah. I'm just not I'm not a Call of Duty fan. 
So. Uh, I, I, I try playing all of them every year and, and do. And it's just one of those things I look at and I go like, man, I, not to quote someone else, but like Jeff or anything, but I really liked Infinite Warfare and that kind of goofiness, you know? And it's, you know, I like the running gun of it, but it just seems so blandy. You know, it's Blandy the game, and I know people are like, it sold well. Yeah, of course it did, but it just seems so blah. It, colors, it, it just lacked the uh, the variety that you'd come for Call of Duty. I mean, I get it, it's war. But I don't know. I like the goofy shit in Call of Duty. I like the I liked Call of Duty 4's goofiness with soap and the people in it. Like this is like it's World War II. People like that. And in a better Call of Duty 4 engine, I guess. I mean, of course people are like, is the shooting good? Yeah, it's Call of Duty. Of course it is. Is it the best shooter of the year? No. So what you come and you know, it's like a it's like a pizza. It doesn't change. They just add pepperoni or pineapple to the pizza. All right. So, did we get through all of them? Yeah. Now let's get to the elephant in the room. You ready for the elephant? We kept him to the side for this reason. Yeah, it's not much of an elephant. I don't think it's an elephant, but oh, it's it's an elephant. All right, you can't you can't do this. Can't do this. Uh, this this uh, you can't do this category without talking about this game. You really can't. You really really can't. And for anyone out there, what is that game? I, I played it for the first time last night, and. Uh, I enjoyed it enough. It's the uh, underwear simulator, uh, player unknown battlegrounds. Not a, it, I was gonna say not a bad game, but definitely. Uh, I know what I'm gonna say. It's like the shooting is very, very technical. Yeah, yeah. So you played it for the first time yesterday, and you haven't even so much as looked at a fucking like screenshot of the game, let alone a video of someone someone actually playing. You went in knowing absolutely nothing. That's how I go into every game. Which is which is less than people like it's it's less than people going with. I mean, because most people, if they're buying if they're buying this game, is under. The, the pretense that hey you know you saw you saw someone playing this game you know how big it is you know how great it is you saw someone playing it on Twitch and you go like ooh but fucking you just went in not having seen anything I knew what it was I knew there you knew what it was but you didn't even know like hey I'm supposed to run around I don't start with a gun like you didn't even know that much so no. Thought we started with something, but no. Yeah. You don't even start with pants. 
Well, you do if you want to, but you can take them off. Right. But, so, I don't know, from, like, your perspective, playing it for the first time, with, you know, with no instruction, almost no instruction, I mean, people were in here yelling at you, but, like, what what did you think of it from that? And you were playing oh. the shitty Xbox version. Yeah, he just shot someone right there. Yeah, well, the, it was, yeah, uh, look, this is the PC version, and it runs way, it looks way better than the Xbox version. That Xbox version looks like something that came out of the Xbox. Not even 360, the Xbox. Like, this looks rough. Not not this game, but I'm talking about on the Xbox, but yeah, that is... Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play more. I'm gonna. I, I'm. I. I need to get chicken dinner, right? And then someone told me that you actually don't get chicken or dinner. So that's the only reason people play this game was to get chicken and dinner. But this is the desert map. The game just became 1.0. But I don't. I'm not gonna. This is the the. Uh, you know, the shooting aspect of it. It's not really a game that you go around killing 14,000 people. It's really a game that's just, if you get one kill, it's a good thing. It's, it's all about getting chicken dinners. How many chicken dinners can you get? Yeah, but when I when I play this game, I don't really play it to win it. I, I just play it to kind of... Survive. Experience it. Like, like, you know, like, I get... I get more fun out of the the moment to moment action than I do than I would, you know, with how many like actual wins I have. Like it's, it's definitely the the tenseness of like Oh, it's very tense. They they got the know, tenseness. Hearing, hearing gunshots in the distance and know that you're like on the border of a of the of the circle. And it's about to close in. You See, that's the other thing I didn't know about was the whole circle thing. Like no one yeah. ever, like Jeff never explained it. No one ever explained. Hey, you have to get to the circle. Like everyone that talks about this game is like, oh, chicken dinners and chicken and chicken and how great the chicken is. Like yeah, I know this bullet drop and you know hundred players and you you know people are gonna kill you and all that stuff. Like no, there's an actual circle. I thought you would just run around this big ass map trying to not die. Yeah, no, it, it forces everyone into, like, a central location. Yeah, you can't just hide, you know, some people, uh, I don't know if they just, I don't know if that's something that they added or what. No, it's always like that. But, you know, it's just one of those things I'm like, wait, people have to move to a central location so everyone can die, which keeps the flow of the game going. Have you never seen, like... no. Like the Hunger Games or something? Where I have seen the Hunger Games. I saw Battle Royal. I saw Battle Royal. But Battle Royal didn't say, get to the center of this map. Yeah, well, that's more real. Like the Hunger Games thing. You know, but... I don't know. It's... it's oh, so that's just, how you detach your... Uh, uh, put things on your weapon. Okay. Is this, is this the first time you're watching someone play? Yeah. Well, you're going to learn a lot then. 
I, I try not watching anyone. Not saying I don't want to watch them. It's just I try not to. Desert map. Not my. Anyway, I like I like I like this game is is wins. is the most like tactical. Like people want to talk about like Ghost Recon or Rainbow or, Six or Rainbow Six. That's yeah. Where it's like those those are really tactical games, but you never really I I, I never really feel the the, the pressure. I think my problem with Rainbow Six and what this game gets right is Rainbow Six and people are like, isn't Rainbow Six great? And I'm like, no, it really ain't. And people are like, how dare you? It's a technical shooter. Just because it's a technical shooter doesn't mean you have to praise it. Like, this game gets, like, the actual tension and the actual technical part down. Yeah, like, you know how they're... Whenever they show one of those, like... Tom Clancy games at E3, they're like they're doing this like bullshit like voice chat actors. Yeah, that never happens in like, any game ever. And this is the only game where that chat would be real. Like, and that and that's what I appreciate about it because it's you're actually fucking using tactics to actually stay alive. Right, like you're, there's actual there's real threat in this game. Yeah, you and your you, squad you, mates. Sorry, you just don't get from you. You just don't get it from any other game. If, and from any other shooter, like I feel like for for best shooter category, I mean, like taking the quality of game aside, like just isolating the pure like what I want out of a shooter, um, like this comes very close to like the the tactical stuff that I'm looking for. And there's not many very technical games out there. Can we can we just it's Rainbow Six and this. What do you think about it? And also, I never played a game where you can pick up pants off the ground. I can appreciate that. Yeah. And even even like this game is a lot easier to get into than something like fucking like Daisy or like Arma, which you know, are, I guess, pretty tactical games, but the the UI and controls and shit are so clunky that you would never want to fucking play them. Yeah, but people praise Rainbow Six, but Arma is like the real deal. Like this, this controls just well enough, and still has a level of complexity, like bullet dropping and, and cranking in your 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 your, your scopes, like. It still has that level of complexity. Like you can still lean and and, and do stuff like that. Lean's very important. That's tactical. A tactical shooter. Like it's, it still has that level of complexity. It'll still be. But also, really also PUBG. Accessible. Also, PUBG's not a game where it's like Call of Duty's literally how many kills can you get? You know. Yeah. How, like you're you're uh, you're going around killing things. As... Yeah, you can you can win this game with no kills. Yeah, you can get chicken it'd dinners be, that way. It'd be difficult at the end there, but you can win without killing a single person. You know, if you play your cards right. Right, and if you know what you're you're doing and hiding and. 
You know, it gets yeah. it gets way more tense when it gets to, down to eleven people. You see, like, oh, fifty three people, fifty two, forty, thirty. Even know? just like like even just like learning the map and learning the the layout of the map and like people, you know, calculate the trajectory of the plane and like calculate where people may have fallen along a trajectory. So yeah. they plan out their routes along that. Like that that's the kind of level of you know, like in what game would I open up my map and actually like plow out a route that I'm going to take. Or what like, game you're going to listen to how far that bullet was sounding. Yeah. Like in most games it'd just be like, oh hey, use your fucking superpower senses and see through walls and you can see up to seven hundred meters and fucking everyone is, is shown as a bright, you know, highlight on your map and, and oh, you follow this up, line. And you can pick up pants. Like this game does it, it it doesn't nail everything. I mean, it's still like early, it just came out of early access, but like the potential for this to turn into something extremely uh, polished is, is it's it's a great first attempt. It's you know it's the it's like it's a template of what what you should have for like if you ask me, yeah, it's it's the game that changed the industry. In tactical shooters, like, like if people are gonna make PUBG games for this year, probably. Do I think? Uh, do I think PUBG is gonna be at the top? Sure, but that Xbox release is pretty bad. They just added vaulting, and uh, they didn't add chicken dinners, which is sad. I think uh, I think PUBG should be runner up after Wolfenstein. I think you're crazy. I think PUBG wins it. Well, runner runner up after Wolfenstein. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I I, I can see that. Yeah, I mean for. Uh, I don't know. I can't put. I can't keep. I can't put PUBG in number. I can't, here. I can't, you know, with, if we eliminate Splatoon, I don't see anything else winning this or arguing. I, it, look, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm giving up here, but I'm just going like, I can see why people, why PUBG is that good. And you know what? It is. It is that good. It is that damn good. It is a game that nails something right. It nails the three things that it needed to nail. It nailed it. Yeah, there's some rough edges around the around the areas and stuff that make it, you know, there's a lot of jank and a lot of bullshit, but it nails it. Yeah, it's definitely not without issue, but the things that the things it does well, it does extremely well. Yeah, I mean, it's not. <laughs> It's not a perfect game by any measurement. Any measurement, but it's definitely what it what it nails, and I'm talking the three things. The tension of the, you know, and the shooting part is more technical, so it's not like just, hey, bull, you know, like I forget that Call of Duty doesn't have any bullet drop. You can just shoot any gun and it just literally just goes ooh, one direction, you know? 
This game, you see a dot, you can't kill that dot. You have to make sure that the bullet drop and all that stuff in directory that, you know, it's not Overwatch where you can just shoot a bullet and there's no drop in the bullet. Like, some of them have bullet drop, but you you, you know what I mean. But yeah, this game, you know, you can't just shoot a car and just go like, okay. And uh, the you have to be, and also, it's a game where you have to really think about your ammo. And think about what you're doing. Think about your, not just your ammo, just all your supplies, really. Yeah, energy drinks, Red Bull gives you wings. Bandages, first aid, okay. Still not wearing any pants, okay, whatever. Uh, you can pick up, uh, okay. He's got. A, he's going to get into this Volkswagen bus he just killed a guy in. So, yeah, I think PUBG, runner-up, best shooter, Wolfenstein 2. I can go with that. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. See, everyone, I'm not just in a tank for Splatoon. We eliminated it. Ah, speaking of another category that's definitely going to be a, some bloodbath. What a year for action-adventure games. Yeah, there were a lot of them. Normally, there's none of them. I mean, action-adventure action is like a, a broad... Yeah, but I'm just saying as a, as a, as a genre and as a, as a thing, there's actually games this year. Hey, good ones, too. Yeah, good to ones. Fred to put Knack 2 on this list. No, no, no one cares. I forget. No one cares about Knack 2. You get you, you get two Knacks and you run around. Knack 1 was okay. Not really anything good. All right, well, I guess we'll go in order. I was going to bring up ukulele, but... Uh, no, actually, I'm not going to go in order because the, the first one's Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. I really enjoyed Hollow Knight. Now on the Switch. I didn't finish it, but I got maybe like so you play five it. or six hours. So yeah, I played. I played a good amount of it. Yeah, so you play. Um, it's a very good. Uh, you know, people would like to call them Metroidvania. Um, art sounds like- incredible. I would not like to call it that. The art's incredible. The music's incredible. Uh, the gameplay is incredible. Uh, everything is a bug. Everything's like a, a bug creature in the game. All the enemies, all the characters. Um, and it's just a really good Metroidvania style uh, action platformer. Right. Really, that's about it. It's really difficult. Which most of those Castlevania games are. Yeah. Well, some of them are too easy. The thing about Castlevania, uh, well, Symphony of the Night, is that it's an RPG. So, you know, you're leveling up and shit. 
Right. So you can just level past it being difficult ever. The only, so the only reason that's my problem with that's my problem with the, the Metroidvania. The, I don't consider those games Castlevania games. Also, the other thing is when you say Metroidvania, there was only two of those games that are doing it, and now we have fourteen million of them doing it. Like, yeah. what does Metroidvania really mean anymore? Oh, it doesn't mean anything. Like, what is Castlevania? What is Castlevania? This, uh, uh, you know, really think about it. Like, yeah, they made those games for a while, and people are like, yeah, they made Castlevania, Tales of Ecclesia, and then, you know, that game. But now, like, think about it. There's so many of these. And some of them are good, and some of them are, well, good. There's a lot of them, but most of them are not good. Right. Uh, that's what I'll say. Um, a lot of people might think that these games are good, but most of them are not good. This this game is not an RPG, so you don't level up. You don't... I don't even think you get... So it's mostly skill. Yeah. It's all skill. I mean, do you, I get, mean, the you, power, can, do you get power-ups like you are in a, Metroid, in a Metroid or a Castlevania game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get power-ups and upgrades, but you you never, you know, level up. So your, your base... Your basic damage is always your your basic damage. So it's it's more it's all execution skill, which is more in line with Castlevania than any you know Symphony of Night style Castlevania. I see um, what you're saying. Yeah, those bugs are weird. I see what you're saying, yeah. Hollow Knight is that game, all right. Not a bad game by any... All right, I didn't play this, but I have... It's... Uh, let's talk about uh, Girl Power Far Cry. Horizon Zero Dawn. I also didn't finish this game because I didn't want to finish it because I didn't enjoy playing it. It is a very good uh, one of what it does, which is Far Cry... Style, you know, Shadow of Shadow of Mordor style, open world kind of stealth, stealthing your way through the environment and hunting animals and upgrading your inventory and taking out bandit camps and all that stuff. Uh, my problem is, I just didn't want. I just don't want another one of those games, even though it's a very good one, gorgeous, beautiful fucking game. But it's just the 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 world was just it, it was it wasn't fun to walk anywhere. Uh, the fast travel was too expensive. Um, I think it's fast travel, like really expense, like it being really expensive. It's expensive until a certain point where I think you can just make them free. Um, the combat was only fun in certain scenarios, like fighting the machines was fun because it reminded me of some of the stuff I liked about like a a Metal Gear, uh, Metal Solid 5, where you just, you know, you're kind of just planning ahead of what tools you might need to take stuff down. And then when shit goes wrong, you got to improvise like that kind of stuff I like, but the human combat was completely fucking 
trash, man. I just didn't like the human combat at all. Like they they had no great. Sounds absolutely great. They had no brains. It was like they see a dead body and then they'd be like, "Hey, there's a dead body here," and then they wouldn't alert anyone. They wouldn't fucking like change up their route. They wouldn't do anything. They were just like, "Oh, it's a dead body. I guess I'll just go back to doing what I was doing." Like it's 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 so bad, man. And then the the whistle trick where you can just hide in the bush and then whistle someone over. Only one person ever hear, hears you, no matter how many people are there. You whistle, one guy comes over, you stealth kill him in the bush, and then just do that to every single person. Like it's it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's, it's stuff like that that just makes me like completely turn off. For, for these games. I know we're not... I know this is not character development. I'm watching the scene right here, but I feel like Alloy's one twinkie away from being Roseanne. Like, that whole... The whole facial animation there just went like that. Oh, yeah. she She's a fat kid. She's a fat kid, but she... She, uh... Like, I'm like, she, you're, she, you're one twinkie away for literally being... being overweight. Like, looking yeah, she, at she, that, and I go like... She's a chubby... She's a chubby little kid. Yeah, she, well, she she fills out. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, but I'm I'm just, I was just looking at it. And I'm like, I don't know if that's just the SJW part of. It. I'm not gonna go there, but it's just like, what the hell? It just doesn't look right. I mean, it's Alloy as a character. I oh, know it's like not. We didn't talk about her, but is she all right as a character, or is she like, or is she like a filler um, character? Well, Jello Jello asks. Did I play Metal Gear Solid 5 if you got caught the bases on high alert? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. In a good stealth game, that's what happens when you get caught. Or at least that's what happens. Like in Metal Gear, if someone sees a body, they go, hey, there's a body here. Let's fucking like look for let's look, let's find out what's happening. In this game, they see a dead body, nothing happens. They go, they go, oh, there's a dead body here. I'm just gonna go back to doing what I was doing. And 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 that's like the crux of like what this game like does with with its like stealth shit. Like it's just not it's just it's not fun. Uh, you know, doing all this stealth bullshit. It, it got to the point where I was just running in and killing everyone because one, the, the the human combat was so easy that you could do that, and second, stealth was just so shitty that it was it was boring. She looks like a man elf. She looks like an elf with girl hair. Uh, she reminds me of someone. I'm like, not ugly or anything, but it's like, this character needs something. And this is running on a PS4 Pro, and I know people are like, Horizon's beautiful. I'm like, yeah, it's beautiful, all right. I don't know. They just seem so plastic. Yeah, their character models are fine. I mean, I would compare this with like something like Uncharted, but Uncharted is much more of a closed environment. Yeah, but you know, also this, this, Uncharted this has a lot more more wet. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uncharted has a lot more detail just because they don't have to they don't have to do is they can hide a lot more in Uncharted than they can in this because because it's a huge open world and shit. Right. Like it's it's, impre- it's impressive that it looks this good with as much as they're doing. 
like Uncharted, I feel, you know, of course it looks as good because um, there's, probably, there's not much going on in this scene. Probably in Steampunk, there's probably, I don't know, I just feel like, I guess makeup didn't wasn't invented. I didn't, her, her character, I didn't feel like was very good at all. And here's why. You can't say no to anyone. Like, <laughs> if you talk, if you talk to someone who's like a quest giver, she automatically just takes the quest. Like, you, you can't just say, you can't just say, like, you know what? I'm a little, like, busy right now. I'm just going to, like, I'll come back. You can't even say, like, I'll come back to you. You can't even say that. It's just like, oh, I'm going to help you. I'm going to take this quest. You know what We're going to find like? your missing child. Every time I look in her eyes, I keep thinking of Rick Ashley. I don't know why, but every time I look at it, I go, like, is that Rick Ashley in girl form? With red hair? Her head, her her head, her head shape is weird, and her yeah. eye shape is weird. I don't know. It just seems like generic white character, which is about as offensive mm. as not. I mean, they could have made her the most beautiful woman on the planet, but it's artistic liberties, man. They don't have to. She make ain't her ugly. Hidden. She's just blank. She's neither hot or ugly. She's just there. I mean, I'm not saying, hey, someone put a bag over alloy. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Well, in a- anyway, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we can. We can remove this game from the list. <laughs> Everyone else ate, but we are. It's fine by me. Just we got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Speaking of fish, speaking of speaking of people that look that doesn't look like wood and probably still like wood. Let's get to the yeah yeah yeah. We have bigger games to go through. Definitely, definitely bigger games on that list. But let's get to let's get to the wilds. The breath. Of the wild. Uh, we, I was going to like, both of us played this one. Yeah. Both of us played a lot of hours of this one. But I don't know. I might, I might feel differently about it than you do. Uh, this is a different kind of. This is. Okay. You know what my problem with Breath of the Wild is? When you start playing it, it's really good. Going back is hard. You're like, what do you mean hard? It's like, okay, when the DLC came out, if you're playing this, if you bought the DLC and all that stuff when that game came out, this game would feel great. But the problem I'm I'm having right now is those, you cannot really go back to that game after you do so much. And that's neither here nor there, but that's just what it is. Also, I, I this if you're looking if you're looking for a game that is literally oh I want a Zelda game that is uh that is Zelda and all that stuff. This is not it. This is literally you get out of the chamber and you're naked. That's that game. So it, it literally lets the reins off 
as quick as it came on. And if you're looking for story or whatever, that is not that game. But as an action-adventure game, making your own action and your own adventure, then yes, it is, it is the definition of this of this, uh, of, of this category, but except your shit breaks every 14 seconds. So you're constantly getting branches and trying to get shit and do that stuff, but it's definitely one of the best games that of this year. There's no doubt about it, but your, your shit breaks <laughs> always. Yeah. I think, I think that was my, I don't really have a problem with the gear, uh, having durability, but you know where it where where it stopped making sense for me was like, hey, why was why is my shield breaking? Like, why, why is my bow why is my bow breaking? Like, why does my bow have durability? Why is everything I use break or have a timer on it? Like drawing my sh- like drawing my bow back and it just shatters. Like that's how bows are are behave. And they can say. Know. And then you can go like, well, it makes you appreciate it more. I'm like, yeah, it makes you appreciate when it's dead. Shit's gone. Uh, this is one of my favorite Zelda games, but it's also it's, one of my yeah, least really favorite good. Zelda games. It's Zelda, all right. I don't want people to it's think like, like the, oh. The, it's, well, it's like the most Zelda and least Zelda at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it goes like... Ah. It goes way back to like classic Zelda style. Like you can go the fuck anywhere you want, and you might not want to go here because it's going to be dangerous. But you can if you want. If you want to fight, if you want to fight Ganondorf as lifeguard Link with three hearts, you can totally do that. Yeah, I like that's what I like about it. like I ne- I like no restrictions. I like just being able to do. Where the fuck I want. I just don't like like being told like, oh, you can't go here, or here's an invisible wall it doesn't unlock yet, or we're gonna block your path here because which you a need lot to- of games that do that these days where we're gonna block your path. Oh, you're not strong enough to do this. This game's like, yeah, you want to go over there? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. And then you learn like when you get your ass beat in one hit, you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't go this way. I'm gonna try going that way. See, I'm a terrible. Like, I go like, oh, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm going. I'm going there more. Yeah, or you can go there more and just keep trying, and eventually, you, you know, you might do it. But you know, that's that's something that it lets you figure out for yourself. Like you know, there's no lines. The only thing that's ever on the map is like your main, your main, main quest, and even that's just like a dot. It doesn't tell you how to get there or anything. Yeah, it's not Assassin's Creed. Here's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. It's you, it's up to you to put what's important on the map. Yeah, everything else you plot on the map yourself. Like you decide, like, hey, this looks interesting. I'm gonna plot that on a map and, and see if I can get there. And then you can get there because there's no walls in the game. None. So it's 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 the new blueprint. To me, it's the new blueprint for how open world games should be. Just like I think, like Burnout Paradise is like the should should be the blueprint of how like open world racing games should be, but you know no one fucking follows it. Now let's, just like we just like we thought, like Shadow of Mordor's nemesis system was going to be a blueprint. And, like I don't know if people are going to copy this. I really don't. I think people should 
copy this? I think it's Nintendo. They'll copy it. Like Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor. Sorry, that's that's the that's the next game. I don't know why people didn't copy Shadow of Mordor at all. I don't understand that, or I don't know if they was they didn't figure it out, or they think like, oh, we don't need it. Because the industry doesn't follow what's good. They follow what makes the most money. And that I, game didn't I make a lot like of money. Now, in, Zelda, in Zelda's case, Zelda made a shitload of money. So hopefully people will be like, well, that made a lot of money. Let's copy that. They'll be copying for the wrong reason, but it's a good thing to copy. So I think less things on the map is good. I, I yeah. honestly think that. I think this game's freedom... It's like going outside naked, and you go like, man, this is really nice. But it also doesn't just blatantly just come out and tell you the shit. Like, hey, maybe you should chop down this tree. Hey, take pick, pick this axe up. Now chop this tree down. I'm old now, school. I like that. Yeah, well, I'm just saying it doesn't come out and just tell you to do it. Like, it's just something like... It, 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 it subtly hints you toward it. Like, hey, there's an axe over here, and like, oh, there's a fire here. Like, you might, you might accidentally stumble into lighting your weapon on fire, and then that'll, like, give you a revelation. Like, whoa, my weapon's on fire. Maybe if I, like, hit this guy with it, it'll set him on fire or something. And then it does. And you're like, oh, shit, I can set shit on fire. Maybe I can, like... Or oh, there's, like, a fireplace here. Maybe Man, I can... I love that. Yeah, I love that little sense of brevity. Like, it, 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 you learn shit, and then you're like, I wonder if I can do this. And then you try it, and you're like, oh, shit, I can do this. And, like, it's that discovery that makes this game so magical. Yeah, like, the thorns was when I was in a temple, like, I wonder if I can burn this. And you can, and it's like, oh, my God, I can burn this. I hate when you think you can do something in a game, and you can't, and it's like, oh, my God, you guys are dumb. Rain makes you slide down shit. That's annoying. I, You know what I liked about the game, but it you can't do it anymore? I like unlocking the map. You know, going up those towers and stuff. Like, I, I spent a good 13 hours, you know, unlocking yeah. the map. Like, I enjoyed yeah, that. Was, that, was a, that was the first thing I tried to do was, like, hey, I'm going to unlock the map here so I can... Also, it's a very Assassin's Creed thing I like to do is, you know, take out the Templar Towers and shit. I'm like, I got to unlock the map before I do anything, you know? Yeah, and, but in Assassin's Creed, it would, you know, you would unlock the map and then it would put, like, here's 300 bird feathers you can collect and here's fucking all the shopkeepers in this area and here's all the... Uh, other treasure chests you can pick up and like it just it, it just plots all this bullshit on your map that you just don't you don't want right uh the other thing i was gonna say is it has that in that in this game too so it, not not the 300 bird feathers but in the korok seeds yeah but all that's like it, it doesn't make it blatant that's like, here's all the fucking Korok seeds on the map. Like, it's just, you, you stumble into, like, a circle of rocks, and you're like, and there's one rock in the middle. You're like, I'm going to pick up this rock just because it seems like a weird formation. And you pick it up, and there's a seed there, and you're like, oh. Like, it's all, it's all stuff you just stumble into. It, it doesn't make anything blatant. It's just, like, it just really 
solely hints at everything. Like, not everything needs to be told to the player, just outright. Also, Jello said that they got it hacked on the PC. Yes, they got it hacked on the PC because the people that making uh, what was it the uh, the Wii U emulators getting forty k a forty k a month. Kind of easy when you have forty k of resources. Yeah, those guys are those guys are making a lot of money. I don't know how like Nintendo hasn't stepped in yet, and then like, uh, you assholes are making too much money. Well, it's not that they're making too much money. Is that they're making money, period, off of Nintendo. I mean, it's their own code, but at the same I time... Just, I just want to say this. For for that, it, I don't have anything against emulators or them paying for that kind of stuff. I just find it kind of insulting that people would pay them for a Wii U emulator than buying the actual damn thing. Yeah. Or, you know, just buying a a switch and, and Right. If you're gonna pay if you're gonna pay someone, especially every month, you would you could just buy the thing outright. Right. right. I just I just feel like that 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 portion of the master race I go like that, you guys are assholes. Yeah, that's a real scumbag thing to do. And it's and it goes both ways. It's it's the people that are making the emulator and the people who are supporting them. It's both ways. It's not just oh they put a Patreon there. It's their fault. Don't like that's not really the beef I have. My beef is people support that and go like fuck you Nintendo. We want to play this on PC, which is a valid point. But you're paying a third party to tell them to go fuck off every month. Yeah, well, PC version of that game is probably the best version. You play it at 4K, 60 frames. So. Right, but... If uh, if you want to go that route, you can do that. and You probably have a good time. Yeah, but, you know, if you're going to pay these guys 40K, why don't you just buy it on the Switch? Well, you also don't have to pay them. Like, it's, it's, it's very much like... It's shareware, but... Borderline, they're borderline just like donations. The only thing the patrons get is early access. Like they get like two weeks early access to the the latest builds of the emulator. Yeah, then the way they the way they they make that kind of money, that thing should be fucking done. Well, not done, done, but that thing should be like. I guess the other thing is too the Wii U's kind of dead, dead. Like everything. Like Nintendo did a really good job burying that thing into the into the the deepest crevice of the uh, uh, of annals of history. I know some people are like, well, you can play Breath of the Wild on it. Well, like, good, go play Breath of the Wild. That's about it. Like the yeah. Switch is, you know, Switch is going to have Bayonetta too. It's going to have Pokemon. It's going to have all that shit, and you can take it with you. So what the fuck's left for them? You know what? Why are you giving these people forty k for for what? What are you getting? You want to play an outdated version of Mario Kart Eight? You- there's this good. There's good stuff on Wii U that I wouldn't want to buy a Wii U just to play. Like wonderful one oh one or right. like like these one off games are really good, but you know. 
and buy a fucking Wii U, especially now it's completely dead. I don't want to pay $40 for it to some people to play wonderful one-on-one on a PC, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, Breath of the Wild. Um, we got off on a little tangent, but you know. Breath of the Wild is on this list. Yes, of course it is. But we should get to the other the other ones on the list. But yeah, that game is definitely a solid game. Annoying little things, but definitely on the list. Let's get to... I'm actually excited to talk about this one. Uh, the Switch version of this is actually not bad. You could, did you get the Switch version? No, I didn't. But it, it the Digital Foundry said that it's a it's a good version. It they uh, it's not a bad version of that game. So you know it's probably as good as you would want it. I don't know. Isn't that game kind of middling? I really like. Here's here's the thing about ukulele. All right, and there's there's two there's two perspectives on this. There's the person who is uh, very nostalgic about old old school 3D platformers like this, who that who that's like specifically what they want. Um, and then there's people who are like nostalgic. The, uh, the Switch version of it. Yeah, there's, there's people. There's people who are nostalgic for those games, but don't you know they want something mo- mo- modernized? Ukulele is not. Yeah, ukulele is not a modernized one of those. You can't it's, have it both it's, ways. it's a game made in that old school style, and it like kind of sticks to that old school style bullshit of like, Hey, they had to patch in camera control because you couldn't fucking control the camera. Like shit like that was, was how like dedicated they were to sticking to how shit was back in the days that it kind of misses the point of where games are now and what we expect, uh, how a game to control and feel and, and play and we expect a lot from a game. Yeah. What what they did with this was this, they just made another they made another banjo kazooie game. How it would have been made in that time, just with really good graphics. Which for me I'm okay with because I absolutely loved uh Banjo Kazooie. I loved like Hunger's Bad Faraday, uh, Grant Kirkhope uh, on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's 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 not necessarily what I wanted, but like I I appreciate how how much they they adhere to the the old school style. Uh, and it's, you know, it doesn't really bother me that much. Because I enjoyed those games back then, you know I enjoy those games. You know I was playing Conquer like last year. I was playing Conquer on uh, I think like Rare Replay. So you know I'm not like far flung from playing a game like this. Right. But yeah, a lot of people were expecting something more. A lot more modernized than. No, they said that it's a it's a uh, successor. Well, 
It's going to be in the same vein as uh, Banjo-Kazooie from the N64. Really think yeah. about it. When was the N64? A long, a really long fucking time ago. Like what? Yeah. Five generations? Not five generations, but what? Four generations ago? A long time is what I'm saying. No, it's I, I hear what you're saying. That game is a, uh, you know, and a lot of people are like, ooh, that's the problem with people. They don't, it's like they, they get their first game and don't appreciate the rest. It's like, this game doesn't perform right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I I like the game. It's a good, I was looking good... at this, how come Odyssey's not on best action adventure? I think I forgot it. If it's not on there, we should add it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm looking at this and I go, like, why is Odyssey not here? I mean, I, you know, that, I, I mean, I'm sure people are like, uh, as much as I would like to snub the game and not put it on there, but it kind of needs to be on there. I know people are like, what's your hatred to Odyssey? I don't really hate it. I just feel like it's a really good one of those Mario games. You know, the Caffey's really good, but I don't. I don't know. I felt like a lot of people were like, they act like Mario never come, like, they act like this game never came out of nowhere. They act like they never seen like, oh man, I can't believe there hasn't been a Mario game in forever. And I go Well, I think the, the thing about Odyssey is that it's not just another Mario game. It's it's a Mario game that's that's completely different in the in the way that like Mario One was completely different to Mario Two, and Mario Two is completely different to Mario Three, and Mario right. Three, and Mario World. Like this is like Mario sixty four, like Mario Sun. Like this is the to, to me this is like the next logical step if we cut out like Mario Sunshine, because that game's not great. Yeah, well, that, if you, if really- you say like. If you say Mario 64, like, this is, like, the next, like, logical... I mean, there's nothing logical with Mario. That game is Mario but... Sunshine. It it has, you know, Mario Sunshine had Flood, and that was a dumb gimmick. I, I thought Sunshine was fine. But this had Cappy, which is a better gimmick, don't get me wrong. But they never do anything outside... Like, they do really cool things with that, but they never go outside of that. People like I don't you. think they. I don't think they have to. They, like you keep the mechanics. No. You keep the mechanics simple, but the the level design keeps like the level design in itself keeps everything fresh. Like the 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 enemies you you take control of, like are completely different from each other. You know, like you can you can swim a cheap cheap, and then on the same level you get that those like star things. That like boost, like give you like a little like jetpack boost and shit like that. Like they can pull, they control completely differently, but their mechanics are like completely designed in a way that are totally different from anything else. Totally different from anything else on the level, and totally th- different from anything else right. in the rest of the game. And the levels are designed by that, so each level just is completely different in its own. Like it's it's extremely. Uh, impressive, just how much variety there is with just a simple mechanic of tossing your hat. 
Oh yeah, I mean, I, I make it sound like I hate the game. I don't. I just feel like a lot of people are praising. They're praising it too much for, for for what it. It's a very simple game. It's very simple, but I think it's deceptively simple. Right. Like on the on the surface. It seems very simple, but it's actually some really deep layers. And that's what Nintendo's good at. Like, if you look right. at Splatoon, like, Splatoon is a very simple game. I mean, you're just painting the fucking... That people are stupid at. You're just, you're just painting the fucking ground, but, like, there's a level of complexity if you dig deep to you know, the mechanics of every weapon, to the, you know, the, the layout of each map. Like, they they think about things that most other developers don't think about. Yeah, and I appreciate this game. I really do. I'm not saying, like, it's a bad game or, like, anything. It's just... That game's about the hat. You know, let's let's not... Let's not kid ourselves. That game is all about Cappy. It's not about Mario, even though he's there... I, I I don't know. I just I just feel like I played this game before. Not exactly this game, but something like it. Uh, I, I, the other thing I was gonna think it reminds me of Minish Cap in the uh, way it does things different. It, uh, yes, it's different with the whole capture and do this and do that. Like yeah, it's definitely a Mario game. Is one of the best Mario games that came out in a while, and. Also, it it's one of those Nintendo, hey, uh, here's a map. You're free to go wherever the hell you like, which I like. Don't get me wrong. Hey, uh, where you want to go? Anywhere. Go find your go find moons. Go find this. Go go explore. Go do things. Where game where games these days are so handholdy. Assassin's Creed. Or any other game that won't let you go into something. Like, this game literally goes, Hey, you want to go over there? Go over there. Yeah, I think my problem with the way it did the progression was that... Like, if you you compare it to Mario 64, where if I had... You know, all I needed was 15 stars, and I can open up, like you know, wet dry world or something. I know it doesn't cost 15. I think it's like, you need at least like 25 or some shit like that. But what I'm saying is if I, if I had 25, no matter what world I got those 25 in, I would still be able to open up wet dry world or open up like big, big, small world or TikTok clock. Like I didn't have to get, I didn't have to get everything in wet dry world to open up TikTok clock. But yeah, in this game, saying, yeah. in this game, it's, it's super linear where you have to collect all a certain number of, of of moons in each world before you can move on to the next one. Also, my problem was when I beat it, I don't want to go get those moons. I got three hundred of them, but once the game was done, I went like, "That was good. Don't want to play it again." Also, Joe just said he's never played a three D Mario game. I think you should go jump out a window. How is that possible? You must. You must live under a rock. How is that possible? Yeah. Well, the only one you need to play is 64 and maybe Mario Galaxy. How is that possible? 
anyway, Super Mario Odyssey is played, on this list. I played them As all. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, I don't even think we need to talk about anything else. <laughs> you you, you think it wins it? It's, I don't think it's, we need to talk. It, all right, if we're gonna do that, could I just can I just give one suggestion? You can talk talk about whatever you want. All right, I think Odyssey wins it with Zelda coming in. Get. I agree with that. Yeah, that's I how agree I agree with that. I agree, but All right. <laughs> do you have do you have anything to say about uh, Sonic Mania? It's a really good Sonic game. I mean, I'm not gonna. I have no dog in this fight for Sonic Mania. I'm not gonna go like I really enjoy Sonic Mania. I really enjoyed it, but it's it's one of those Sonic games that you go like, man, they made a really good Sonic game. It is a really good Sonic game. But if you if you ask me, that's not a game that I go like, man. Like I could spend hours in Odyssey and Zelda. That's not that's not the point of it. Like for me, like Sonic's an adrenaline rush. It's literally like it's an adrenaline rush. It's like someone shot you full of adrenaline. You're like, this is this is amazing. And then after it's done, it's done. You know. No, it's it's it, Sonic Mania is a fine game by by yeah. any means necessary. But no, I I, I feel I no, I don't I don't feel like that. It hangs. Yeah. And then the other ones like uh, Shadow of War. I'm like I don't loot boxes and all that stuff. Like like the you know Zelda and these games are the quintessential of what. That this genre is you is action adventure. You go on an adventure and it's a lot of action. Yeah. There's no bullshit either. It's not action and bullshit. It's action and adventure. And you know, Cuphead is on this list, but I feel like Cuphead is like action and ha- action and broken face. The the things I like about Cuphead are not in the gameplay. They're like in the, the the art style, the presentation, I feel like carries Cuphead most of the way. It's so. art style. It's the strongest point. We're not going to argue it ain't, but it's just one of those things. It's like that. I'll, when they make Cuphead 2, more cupping or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. <laughs> they should be, they should work on that, you know. I know some people are like they should make it easier. Well, like you better not. Yeah, that's the thing. People are like this game should be easier for the for the game for the for the journalists. I'm like for the 14 people that can't beat that game. No, fuck the yeah. journals. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed Cuphead. I just didn't feel like uh, I did finish Cuphead. And I didn't feel like the little level design, or like the mechanics, I didn't feel like were very good. But also, no. like the the design, like the way the uh, the parry would send you flying upwards into like whatever attack, it made like some situations just you couldn't get out of. Even if you like parried something, you still go flying up into whatever attack may have been might have been above you, so you would still take damage. Like it was, it was, it was stuff like that that it just wasn't. It didn't feel like it was designed. It, it just felt like it was all random, and it just, just went with it instead of actually hand designing everything so it it worked all together. Um, 
yeah, that, that was some of the problem I had with Cuphead. Like, and there were like animation glitches where if you had a, like a, a symmetrical attack, attack that went both left and right, you would get hit like on the left side, but the right side would be yeah, perfectly I, fine. Yeah, I saw that. That's so weird. There were there were two there were two instances of that where it happened every time, and I was like, "This is fucked up." Um, and no, yeah, like, and the other thing that no one pointed out in you know, like you know, like casino level, no one pointed it out. No one. You know how there's there's a train and a jockey. The trees block your bullshit. So you're playing, and literally, this tree would come in the foreground and block your face. Oh yeah. Well, I th- I think that's by design. Yeah, it I is by design. Yeah, they, that's yeah. by design. That is by I'm design. I'm talking about I'm talking about stuff that's just like like this is broken, like or this this isn't designed well. Right. Like you can you can probably not like how the trees block you know the foreground blocks the thing sometimes, but like that's by design. I can appreciate that, but like me taking damage based on what side of the attack I'm on, like doesn't make sense. When when you can see that it doesn't hit you and it's still like it does, like that kind of stuff just doesn't I'm not that's that's where your game is broken. Also, I just want to mention this one thing. The aesthetic is really nice, but it can get in the way. You know that 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 whole thing with it. You know the whole. You know not not even the cartoon, but I'm talking about like the uh, the whole film grain. It can get in the way. Oh yeah, I mean they're, they're dedicated to the look. Yeah, so I'm like I can I appreciate the look. Don't get me wrong. I love that style of cartoons, but sometimes you're playing, you know, you know, sometimes you're trying to concentrate on something and it just gets in the way. <laughs> you know, this the aesthetic is literally right there smacking you in the face going like you can't just focus like this is a video game. It's like I get that. I get it's a video game, but I need to play it. <laughs> you're in my way. <laughs> You're in my way. You know, like Mario at least doesn't doesn't hinder the video game part of it. Yeah. But yeah, that's all that's all I have to say about about Cuphead. Cuphead. We'll get to more in Cuphead. I'm sh- it'll get his time to shine. And then I also put fucking Hellblade on this list, but Yeah, Hellblade. It's not it's not I don't think I don't think it's a very good like I don't think it's a good game in terms of gameplay. Right. Like the combat's not great. It's interesting, but not great. Uh, the 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 stupid like puzzle like I find- align the align the picture puzzles or some shit. It's it's not bad puzzles. Uh, not very not very good to play. Same thing about Uncharted. It's an Uncharted game. It plays like an Uncharted game. Not really. The story is... The story in an Uncharted game is, is a lot more political than Uncharted typically gets. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think we got our two. Yeah, those are definitely... Definitely. 
Uh, yeah, Mario Odyssey and uh, Breath of the Wild. We can uh, move on. Uh, we can move on. Uh, best RPG. There's actually a lot of... I can only talk about two. And uh, one should be eliminated immediately. Shouldn't even be in the word best. Or RPG. More like a travesty. Um, you talking about Persona 5? No, that's not a travesty. I'm talking about... I'm talking about Mass Effect. Oh. Yeah. It's not even the best or the worst. It's a travesty. Well, here's what I'll say about Mass Effect. And this is even before we even talk about, like, any of the bullshit. Is that I just don't think Mass Effect is a good RPG. Period. To begin with. Period. I mean, not anymore. It's definitely more of a shooter now. Even though it's like Roots or an RPG. Uh... I don't know. And also, I'm not a huge Mass Effect fan. And by the time I got to Andromeda, most of the shit was fixed. And I actually kind of enjoyed what I played out of Andromeda. I'm not saying it's like the like it's definitely the worst Mass Effect game. Yeah, it's not. It's not like I make it sound to, like to me, to me, to me as a person who is not a Mass Effect fan. I got mild enjoyment out of it. I played it a lot longer than I thought I would. The travesty, uh, what I mentioned is the game itself is not as good as those three trilogies. What the hell is going on? He just got flung. You you know, I was looking up something about this. The, The thing about why Andromeda is so glitchy and bad, or why it took so long, was... uh. They were doing stuff to the Frostbite engine it wasn't meant to do. So a lot of the game being super broken was... I don't think the Frost... I think they said the Frostbite engine wasn't very good for RPGs. You know, and they had to build things around it. And I guess people... I mean, fucking they did it for... They did it for Dragon Age. They did it for Dragon Age, but I guess Dragon Age is... Different. I guess they were making that was more of a slashy than a shooter, but I guess these people wasn't as good with the engine what they were given. That's what they said. They said they was then I think they just didn't know the engine. They didn't know Frostbite as like they did, you know, and it shows. So I don't know if it's just lack of awareness of the engine or lack of awareness of whatever. But yeah, it's a trav. When I when I, look, I'm sh- the game is fine or okay at at best, but it's definitely not best RPG. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not saying it's a I'm not saying it's a good game. Like it's it might be a garbage game. I'm just saying I liked I enjoyed myself with you enjoyed the garbage. yourself. You you enjoyed yourself. I mean, I enjoyed myself with the garbage game. Nothing wrong with that. You know, I like God Hand. 
You know, I like bad games sometimes. I don't know why people didn't like Odd Hand. That one's pretty good. Well, it's it was, it's a bad game, but I love it. Right. It's like Deli Premonition. Like Deli Premonition, it's a terrible game, but like, you know, just something. There's just things I love about it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, best RPG. There's that. All right. So. Should we get? I, I don't. I, don't, I want to get to the big ones in a little bit, but I wanted to get to uh, Basaria. I actually didn't get to play Basaria, but I heard good things about it. I heard good things about it. Like it's it's the best Tales game in a while. They make a lot of these. See, it's the best one since Symphonia. They make a lot of these. They do make a lot of them. They make a lot of these. So when people go, it's the best version, it's the best one of those, I go like, there's a lot of these. Yeah, I just just wish I got to play it. Oh yeah, it's definitely one of those Tales games with the... uh, I have it, I have it, I have it um, installed on my hard drive, ready to launch. But uh, I just never got around to it. They they fix it where it's not just thirty frames on PC, which that should be a crime. Anyone no, that makes well, the, the same guy that fixed uh, Near Automata fixed. Wait, that game runs at thirty. He also fixed. No, it runs at sixty, but he removes the sixty cap. Oh. Every game on PC, whatever it is, should should be at sixty. Or uncapped. How about uncapped? I'll go Should even be. further than that. How about not even have a fucking cap? That would that would be nice. Not you know, but if you go like, oh, our engine can only at least shoot for sixty or uncapped. Or well, go. The, the problem is that a lot of these games are coded to where their like physics engine runs based on how many FPS the game is running at. Right. So, like, if you go higher than but that's, sixty, that's the bottleneck of the uh, of the consoles and what their engine they're using. Yeah, they just don't take the stuff. They don't take into account that that's a bad way to program your game. Well, they do it for consoles because it makes sense. But if you're doing this for PC, it makes yeah. absolutely none. Consoles. It, well, it used to make sense for consoles, but nowadays you can't even get a stable fucking thirty out of a console game. So. Yeah. Oh my God. I hate. Like I, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be for scenarios where your frame rate is a constant. Like your frame rate is not never wavering. I hate a game that doesn't have a constant thirty or sixty. Like if it's if it dips like let's say you're you have like a forty five frame, like that's fine. But I hate when games go from thirty to like fifteen. Oh my God! It is. It is jarring. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we can take off. We can take off Tails just because none of us played it. It's Mass a Tails game, not a, not a yeah, Mass Effect. That's, I was just, I don't, I don't uh, you know, there's there's bigger fish to fry in this, you know, way bigger fish. Tell me about Persona Five. I thought you were gonna say tell me about Mario and Rabbids. Well, whatever. Is that really an RPG or is that is that more of a ta- or turn based? But I guess we don't have. Best turn-based this year. Turn-based RPG. There's still RPGs. 
Yeah, just, not 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 or disagree. Strategy RPG, tactical RPG. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can tell you about Persona, but I can tell you that uh, Rabbits doesn't stand on this list. I, that's all I can tell you about that. And I ain't going to go into, like, super detail unless you want to. Okay, well, I mean, you're the only one that played it, so you're the only one that can. Oh, yeah, I, 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 definitely, I definitely played it. And you like tactical games with Mario characters and Ubisoft's Rabbits? It's a weird thing, and it totally works, but... Does it does it hang with Near Automata or Xenoblade Chronicles two and uh, Persona five? No. And if we're only gonna pick two, that is not my two. All right, I'll, I'll tell you about Persona five. All right. All right. I'll tell you. Uh, all right, I'll tell you that it's uh, it's probably one of the best RPGs this year. Kidding, one of, one of the best. Uh, because one, I think the the actual game itself, I have my problems with. It. I'm not like, oh, I'm so in the tank with it. No, I think there is some really, really good, good, good scenes in it. I think the game is really solid, but it's it's Persona. You go to school, you come home, you you go to work, or you do whatever. It's Persona. There's nothing more to say that is literally that game. But I, I enjoy the day-to-day, but that game, like, uh, what was it? Just like Xenoblade and the other games, it's a very slow burn, so it takes a while for it to get in. So I think it took like three hours before you can actually get to the actual... Uh, RPG part of it. I mean, yes, there's an RPG part of it, but it takes a while for it to start coming and start getting together. That game, this game's more story driven than anything. You don't live. But, I mean, that's, that's what you want out of a Persona game, right? You know, you, you don't get Persona often, so this game is not does not live by its RPG. Does not live by its role playing, but. It's role playing's fine. Don't get me wrong. It's not bad by any measure, or like, oh, I'm down, I'm underselling the RPG, but it's it's one part of it. You know, it's it's one part. It's one part like day planner. Like I, it's a very different. But it all, RPG. it all, it all, it all goes together though. Right. I mean, the stuff the stuff you do outside of the RPG still factors into the RPG mechanics. It's not like it's right. just like. You're doing separate things. Like it all, it all ties into each other, right? And uh, if we're talking about RPG, like straight up RPG mechanics, press X to attack, press press trigger to guard. This is a little bit different because you have a day. You you can plan your whole day out. You know, you can go like, all right, I'm gonna call my maid over and she can clean my room or something. Hey, I'm gonna call this person. Hey, I'm gonna hang out with Ryuji. I'm gonna hang out with this person. And okay, we got we got to plan out our next heist or that kind of shit. And it's not just the day to day. I'm gonna go into this dungeon and fight shit. Like you know, you could do that for hours in other RPGs. Like this one, you really can't. Which that brings I know I know Persona lives on its on its uh on its calendar clock and all that stuff. I'm just gonna say this. 
uh, it lives by it, and it's and that's fine and all. You know, there's some really tense moments and lots of lots of fan service. That's what you need. It's just you know Futaba and the rest of. I really really enjoyed Persona for some damn reason. I normally I hate games like this. You know, Sergio's fine. Everyone in the game is pretty good. The characters are, you know, they they grow on you. Uh, except for my cat brought home a hooker, which I'm not happy about. Great job, you stupid, you stupid kitty. There you go. It's a good. It's a good hunt. You know, cats are you know hunters. They hunt. They hung for hookers. No, what they hunt? Yeah, the, my cat brought home a hooker. Yeah, so he was he was like, you know what? I'm gonna make my master love me by bringing home some dinner. Yeah, but yeah, he, he bought he bought a high class hooker. Yeah, I mean this game gets real crazy. Like it goes places. Also, for me, I don't know about you, I got shot in the head and credits rolled. So to me, I beat the game. So that, I'm 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 happy with that. Other people are like you got shot in the head. I mean that's sorry, oh. sorry. Well, in a in a near automata. I uh I ate a fish and the credits rolled. <laughs> yeah, but you ate a fish, but that that game's not over. You know, you're not happy. <laughs> you know, you could eat a fish and die in five minutes of that game. And the, if the credits roll really fast, you ain't done with that game. Also, I uh I unplugged my operating system and the credits rolled. Yeah, but that's <laughs> you have to get to a point. You know, you ever play like a Castlevania <laughs> game and you get the bad ending of a game? I got the bad ending. I, I got. Beat, I beat near Automata twice. I saw the credits twice in that game. Well, I, I, would, I, I wish I, I wish not, I played more. That's more I of a game over than credits. It is a game over. It's more like a game over. I'm talking like you get to the end of the game and it's just like you fucked up. Roll credits. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to finish near, and I, I wish I did because it's, it's, it's. I can't even explain it because I have no idea what's happening with the story. I uh, how many hours? I think I have like fifteen, sixteen hours in it, maybe. And from from what I understand, you have to beat that game. You have to beat it, beat it, not just game over it uh, multiple times just stuff to start making sense. Right. Um, and I, I, I still don't know what's happening with the story or with the characters or the world or anything. I don't know anything. All I, all I know is I like, I enjoy playing it. The music is amazing. The characters are, are entertaining and crazy. Uh, the combat, a lot of people don't like the combat. I will say it's not Platinum Gate. It's like a worse version of Metal Gear Rising. Because I don't Terry, sound good. Well, no, Metal Gear Rising was great. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. It's just the the combat system is that, but it's it's a bad version of that because you you can get attacked. I mean, it's it's you get attacked from anywhere. It's not like you know you know like in Assassin's Creed or something where, or like a Batman game where they fight you one on one. You know, it's always a fair fight. And 
and platinum games, you can get attacked from any fucking direction, even if you can't see them on screen. So what Metal Gear Rising did was it would had a red flash that showed you what direction it was coming from. If you hit that direction plus the attack button, you would counter and parry. In near, it does the red flash, but it's not directional. So you have like no, just no like I couldn't consistently do a do a uh, a counter, even when I knew it was coming. It was just like it's, it's done the same way, except you don't hit the attack. You just you w- run in the direction of the attack, and you're supposed to parry it, which is not like I said, it's not very consistent. At least I couldn't do it consistently. Uh, so that was annoying. So it just it just led to me like just mashing the stick in the direction and like mashing the dash or dodge button and then like mashing the attack button at the same time as the shoot button. So like I played most of that game with like a fucking claw hand. Claw just mashing hands. buttons. Uh so the combat wasn't when you when you start doing that, it's not very fun. But Rising had the same problem where like when you figure out you can just spam the counter move without any repercussion it's like okay this game's easy now but i don't know it's still it's still fun to play it's still fun to explore um the music is phenomenal the 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 scenery is, is fantastic the characters are entertaining i think i said that already yeah but i don't know if i don't know if i can keep it on the list just based on that i haven't I haven't got to, I haven't gotten to the good bits yet, so Well I keep forgetting RPGs are very uh, Yeah, they're very it, it I mean if you ask me, I know what the fights lie. Let's talk about an RPG I that everyone's praising the shit out of, but I feel like it came and went. Still a good game, don't get me wrong. Oh, I see what you mean with the uh so you you control the you control the sword with the stick? That's kind no, of no no no. You it's a is there there's an attack button? It's just the the square button. But um, when when you when you want to parry, you have to hit the stick in that direction. You have to pretty much walk at the attack. You walk into the attack to parry it. It's it's really like, but there's a, also a distance you have to be to where like you're not walking. Like it doesn't make you walk; it makes you counter. Like it's a it's a bad counter system. At least I think I don't know if it's just me that had problems with it, or if it's universally like people think the counter is just hard to pull off. But I could not consistently. I would just keep taking hits, and I'm like, I'm doing the fucking. This is the direction that it's in, and it's just not. It's just not coming out. So yeah, I don't know. I found that to be annoying. But I don't know everything else. Everything else about it, I, I I I loved. It's just I didn't get far enough to where the anything made any the story made any sense or the the characters made any sense or anything. Just fell off and literally just led. <laughs> oh yeah, that's amazing. Climb up all there and go like we. <laughs> so good, but no, I think near Automata looks really good. It, all this stuff. So Platinum did not all of it. I think they did all of it. 
Oh, you think? Okay. I think it's a platinum game, yeah. That was a platinum game. Wasn't someone else when they when this game didn't this game get announced at Square and they said something? Yeah, someone else is on it. Uh, was it KG Inafune? Inafune? No, no, no. Some, it was uh, some moon dude. Yeah, it was someone. Someone else is on this. Yeah, I remember when someone was announced that it was like Moon Guy came out and goes and started talking. about like, what is going on? Yeah. But that that's near though. That's near and like Dragon Guard and shit. Alright, well the thing I didn't see is like what upgrade is like I'm sure it's upgrade points and leveling up systems, right? Yeah, you can level up, you can so you're um It's not like Bayonetta where you just run in and just go like I'm gonna kill these people. No, your upgrades are weird because you're like Great. you're you're an android, so you're like slotting stuff into your memory or some shit. And you only start with like, like twelve megabytes of memory or some shit, which That's you can up, much. you can you can you can upgrade it to one twenty eight, and then you can you can slot more stuff in. But like the the stuff you slot in, like you have to slot in your like your HUD takes up like that's probably why you don't see like the experience bars and everything or health meters because your HUD takes up memory in your in your thing. So you that's kind of cool. To, like, you have to choose to like be like, okay, I don't want the mini map because that takes three points, or you know, I don't want my experience bar because that you know that takes a point. Like so, like I play with the experience bars off. I play with the um, the health meters off, and like pickups you have to turn on. I pick that off. So like it's stuff like that you slot in. You slot in like extra like attack upgrades and 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 shit like that. That's kind of cool. As you, yeah, as many as you can fit into into whatever memory you have. Um, no, I, I think really that's cool. so. And like you can you can kill yourself the same way because your OS is one of those too. So your operating system is like one of those. You can just you can just remove it, and kill yourself, and in the game over, <laughs> and get a. Uh, that's that's one of the endings. One of the quick credit endings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking like about this game, like, the game does really cool stuff. It's just I haven't seen most of it. I heard when you beat the game once and there's a scene and it deletes your save. I don't know. I know that you have to save it before you do any of those like quick endings because like if you could just completely you could completely not it's it's a good thing I knew about eating the fish. Because if you didn't know, you could potentially, like, it could be, like, an hour before you last saved it. And you'd be like, oh, I got this fish, and this I have a quest to eat it. So it's a lot of weird things. Yeah, like, you could potentially get a, you can potentially get a, you can potentially get one of the endings without knowing you're getting that ending. Yeah. Which kind of, it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks. But you get to be the helper in the game where you go like, I can help you. I mean, this is the kind of game that, that you need replay value in an yeah. industry that craves on it. Yeah, it has replay value. 
Also, there's a lot of games that EA will probably go like, this game has no, re- this game has no, uh, no loot boxes or no multiplayer. Why would anyone play this? I don't know, maybe because it's a good game, you assholes. It's very good. I spent all day playing it, attempting to, cause I didn't know how fucking long it was, so I was attempting to see something, like, one credits. Like, I wasn't going to try to get every ending, but I at least wanted the first one. But I have no I don't know how long that takes. Me either, but it does look smooth. It's great, man. When it okay, when you do it helps others beat the gate beat the end game because of how hard it is. Yeah, but it gives you little cursements and shit and goes like you can do it. Bite its freaking head off and you go like, Alright, asshole, you want help? Alright, fine. Here's help. You want to help other people? Okay, you have to beat the you have to beat the game again. And guess what? There's people out there that will gladly do that. Gladly. I'm not gonna say who, but there's people out there that would beat this game four times, fifteen times, sixteen times. Oh yeah, you can shoot the credits. You can shoot the credits. But yeah, this is probably my personal favorite RPG of the year just because I haven't played that many but um definitely an RPG it, it probably it doesn't it probably there's probably better stuff on this list or at least no well at least one. at least from at least from what I played of of this there's probably better there's stuff only two that, more other games that I could actually sit here and go there's diversity original sin which got a 10 from GameSpot but not only- okay, Divinity. I, d- I did play. I also only played a little bit of Divinity, like not enough to. But really- that game, literally, people were like this game is the greatest game ever, and then never, no one ever talked about it or gave it another blowjob. Yeah, they- yeah. I mean, it, it got itself. It got itself in a couple of nominations at the at the Keeleys. I'm not saying I, I'm just I'm just surprised how that game came out and people are like my God Divinity Winter Original Sin. It's just it's a different it's a different kind of uh, it's a different kind of game. Like when people typically think RPGs, typically they think like Final Fantasy bullshit and shit like that. But this, and they also don't think of like the scale at which this game is operating. It, you get a lot of choices, a lot of fucking choices. I mean, choices out the fucking ass. Like, My this game God, is nothing. This game but is choices. old school kind of point and click kind of. It's very Diablo esque. Yeah, I mean it's 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 turn based too. So when you get into combat, you know it's it's not real time. You're you're taking turns uh, attacking and shit. But it is, it is. I mean, like there is, there is deep, deep mechanics in this game. Um, and I, I haven't, I haven't gotten to, I haven't gotten to the depths of what this game can do. But um, I, I enjoyed the little that I played. It's just, man, I, I'm, just, I'm not a huge fan of this type of game. So for me, it was just a, a difficult to stick with. 
Right. Um, it's the same reason I didn't play much of the first one. Like, and there's multiplayer too. You can go online and just play with your friends and shit. But it's just it's it's a really slow paced kind of just really methodical lore story. Um, very character driven. It is like choice driven, driven too. Yeah, I can see that. It's very choice driven. Very like, hey. I don't know. I look at this and I go like, I don't know. It's just just seems like Diablo, but slower. Not saying it's a bad game, but I'm like, this is your. No, it's 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 totally different than Diablo. I like. Know. Diablo is just a real hack and slash. This is not that. I mean, like I said, it's it's turn based, so you're not even you know running up to shit and just slicing it up or doing shit like that. You're running into battle. Everything stops, and you make choices on what you're gonna, how you're gonna attack shit. Like it's. I can understand why people would like that, but no, I don't. I think for us, for me, I'm like no, I, I can't do it. Yeah, GameSpot can say this. this, I don't know. I feel like anytime you give a game a perfect score, everyone should play it. Am I I wrong on that? I know people like, it's a really good RPG. And went like, yeah, but if I don't like it and you give it a 10, that's something wrong. All right, I just want to, okay. The last one, I'm sure Clef and I are going to sit here. And this one, I would... uh, hmm. I would uh, go to bat for, but I already know which, what two I I want to nominate this. But I just want to just give it just a minute of of the jury's time and explain Xenoblade Two. So yeah, Xenoblade Two is a uh, really really your problem with Xenoblade X is my problem with Xenoblade X. It's very slow, right? Very grindy, go out there and do some shit, right? Uh, Wasabi, I was saying, it's very grindy. Very go go out there and do this and do that. Did he? Oh, no, he's here. Okay. Yeah, very grind. Very grind happy. Sorry. Very grind happy and all that stuff. So to Okay. Well, I'm not talking about Zelda. I'm talking about Xenoblade. Well, that's okay. So, Xenoblade. I just want to say this. Where the hell did she get that hood? You look like a tanuki that swallowed an Indian person. Where the hell did she get the hood? That you know, if you're looking at Divinity and the rest of those games, it's those are different because this one's very automatic and it's uh you know it's it's an action RPG that is very it's automatic and it's 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 turn based with its automaticness if that makes any sense. Goes places, goes a lot of places. 
if Persona goes places that are complete fan service, this game takes fan service and drops it on its head. Lots of crazy bullshit. I, I honestly think this this story is even more crazier than it, but that that's just me. But as one of the best RPGs of the year, yeah, absolutely. But am I gonna put the dog in a fight? I if you ask me, there's three of them that uh, that should be on that list, and uh, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be real hard to see what people. Um, you know these these lists get harder and harder. This year they actually we have really three really solid RPGs. So you know it's just one of those things. But yeah, it really does go places. Like right now I'm at the uh, I'm at the tree. You know that that tree part where you're. Uh, yeah, I'm at the. Uh, yeah, I'm at the world tree part of it, and uh, yeah, it's just it's getting real, and everyone's dresses, everyone dresses really nicely. Yeah, well, this footage shows doesn't really give your uh, doesn't really uh, this footage is really bad. I think the other thing I like about this game was uh, it's at least the story in it's better than than Xenoblade X in my opinion. I feel like Xenoblade X is just like they never explained anything. At least there was uh at least you can go and go like okay, you're the Aegis's driver. Go do go do shit. At least it wasn't like oh go save New LA. Thank God it ain't that. Yeah, this game, I'm like, wow, them walking around like that is not very good. Also, not knocking us the game, but it that game gets good about, what, 45 hours in? Like, that's a tall order for any game. I think Persona was the same way too. It doesn't get good until like like other games wrap up in 20 hours or less than that or 8 hours. This game doesn't even wrap up in that. Like I'm at what? The World Tree now? I'm at that kind of stuff and shit's getting real real. And that's a problem that I'm having with uh, with uh, Persona and a lot of things like that. I'm having a problem with but yeah I mean if you're not yeah it's, it's, it's it sounds like uh, I don't know I, cause I like Nier but I can't really make a case for it since I haven't played enough of it I mean you've, you've played you finished Persona I and finished, finished Persona. Yeah, and you've played I don't know 90 99 hours of Xenoblade. Yeah, I played a lot of this. But, you know, if he, I, I still think Nier should be on the list. I feel like if we don't put it on the list and put 
put Persona and Xenoblade, I think people would think we're crazy. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter what people think. I mean, it's, I know, well, but I just I I know what people what we think. played. I know I know Nier is a fantastic game. I'm the one who fucking played it. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I didn't play enough of it to go like, yeah, this is fucking better than everything that came out this year. I played sixteen hours of it. Yeah, but also I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna get into a knife fight going like I need Xenoblade there. I'm trying to think like you said. I'm trying to think what what is right. Like I like I like Xenoblade a lot and I like Persona a lot, but you know it's like do we do we do what's do we do Xenoblade and Persona or do we do Near and Persona or do we throw out Near and do Xenoblade and Persona? Do, you know, it, but it seems like I win that category, so I'm like no. So that's the thing I'm like sitting here going like I, I could see any of those three on that list, you know, and be happy with, you know, so I was, I was like, oh, near wins it in persona. Then you can pick the runner up. Then I'm like, fine, because the real people who's going to pick the winner is the people that vote for it. Uh, my only knock against near uh, in favor of the other two games is that. Me as a fan of RPGs is finding it difficult to get to get through the the it's difficult getting through the shit I need to get through for near to get to the good stuff. Like again, I feel like story wise, it hasn't been so basically this all three of these games have the same complaint. Well, the thing is you as a not RPG fan are really love persona and xenoblade yeah i think it's more compelling to the quality of those than me as a fan having a hard time with near right right i see what you're saying but yeah the thing about about Xeno, Xenoblade takes a while to get into but i think the thing about persona and xenoblade is they're very like near Automata is very action based, you know. Very, uh, it's a platinum game with with RPG elements, with action RPG elements, which is not a bad thing. But you know, I think not putting it up there as uh, as best RPG of the years. Uh, I'm I'm fine with that, but but what gets eliminated is my question. Near near would be a solid third, but right. we're not. You know, we're not. We're only doing two. If, if We're only doing a winner and runner-up, so... I mean, if you if you ask me... If you ask me, it would be Persona and Nier, but I, I, I would go for Xenoblade. I'm sure people would... Xenoblade is really good. And the story is insane. Someone's going to... They're, they're going to cut a bitch. That's all I can say. Like I've definitely played like you know if I if I played like twenty hours I go like yeah it's not that very good but no it, it goes places and no it is not like it is not like Xenoblade X where that game just literally just goes and uh, you're like I don't know where this goes hordy do no so near third is that what we're looking at yeah but we're just doing you know right, winner right, and runner right. up so right. I'm fine with Persona being the 
best RPG and Xenoblade being the runner up. All right. Again, if I if I played more near or you know, at least yeah, if if I played more near and was able to make a better argument for it, then then I would, but I just didn't I just didn't play enough. And it really feels like almost like a chore to have to play through it until it gets it starts getting good. Like it's that argument that people made for like Final Fantasy thirteen when it's like, no dude, dude, after you play twenty four hours, it fucking it really opens up. And I'm like, okay, well I shouldn't have to fucking play twenty four hours of bullshit just to right. enjoy what's after it. Now I'm not saying near is bullshit. I'm I'm enjoy I thoroughly enjoy it. It's right. just it's just I getting to the good feel, part takes a while. I just still don't understand what's happening. It's like it's like if I if Metal Gear Solid Two was the only Metal Gear Solid game I ever played, and I'm like, when where's the rest of the story? Like when is this explained? Yeah, and then after you know, like it's extremely interesting, but I have no idea what the fuck is going like, on. I just couldn't get into X period. Like after after five hours, I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are you know? And then people are like, don't worry, it gets better in like sixty hours. And I go like, it's not good now. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, really, I, I liked I liked X, but it wasn't for the story. Yeah, well, like, you know, it's like it's not good now, and it, it never really explained anything. Like this game kind of explains something, and it's it's just weird. And then it starts paying off things slowly, and you go like, what the hell is going on? This game just totally flipped on its ass. All right. That, all right. So, the next, the next one is horror. But it's a horror game. Can so, I, I, we already talked about some of this stuff a little bit. Can I just... Can I just say, uh, yeah, we talked about Hellblade, Prey, but can we talk about Super Mario Brothers 2? Uh, Doki Doki Panic? Yes. Doki Doki Literature Club? Yes. Can we talk about, can we talk about the, uh, yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah, I didn't play enough of it to get to the actual good parts, so. Yeah, can we talk about the, uh, yeah, Doki Doki Panic? <laughs> uh, I didn't play enough of it to get to the, the good parts either. I'm not a fan of visual novels. That's the problem I have with these games that, like, have twists like that have really good twists is that they put them they they're too far out like you you have to play too much of a not fun thing in order to get to the good and parts. it's a lot of stuff like the pacing is just not what it needs to be and it's a lot of diatribe 
I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying like this was like, oh, fuck, man. Oh, white poetry. Oh, do you like my poetry? Oh, I don't like you. Oh, this girl has small boobs. Okay, it's like, what? Her hair is all kind of fucked up. At least the art is really good. It's really clean and clear. Yeah. But yeah, it it takes a while for it to pay off. Also, like, yeah, I'm not a fan of visual novel games. I've played maybe one visual novel. My first one was probably the same one as like most people's um Katua Shoujo. The Right. The the one where all the girls are like disabled. But that one's free. It's free. Also this is well, free. So is so is Doki Doki. Yeah. But I don't know. This one didn't like this one it just it was way way too typical for too long. Right. Let's just get just I just got I really here. like the art style of it. I know people are like it's I mean, you get to pick things and all that stuff, but yeah, it didn't get to... Like, you're like, this This game will scare the shit out of you. I won't, like, win. Yeah. Alright, we can remove it from this list. Yeah, I I already think what our, what what's going to win. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Prey, Hellblade's a very good... The other game, everything's going to be okay. Now, this is a game that no one's ever heard of, but I no, wanted to put it no, on there. No, no one ever heard of it. I wanted to put it on there because uh, it is it is a, like a horrifying experience. It's also free, so you can just like download it uh, whenever the fuck you want. And experience it for yourself, but it's an it's an interactive magazine uh, about this guy's I guess life experiences, um, and like social struggles and shit like that. It's 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 really like it's it's the visuals are insane, but like the whole thing is strangely relatable. The fuck is this? It's 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 fucking insane, dude. Like I played it and I had to like I had to stop for a second and be like, man, this is like some trippy ass shit. It's super trippy, but like the shit that's like the the stuff that's trying to convey, it it like I don't know, it kind of like hit me. Like, man, I've been through this shit before, man. Like, strangely, even though it's like conveying conveying it in this insane. I know people were not seeing this, but here's the... uh, I was trying to find it, so... What the hell is this? It's like a wallpaper of craziness. Yeah, it's, it's... It's 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 a game you have to you have to play and since like no one's played it, um, <laughs> no one played it. Yeah, this game looks nuts. What it's, the it's <laughs> insane, dude? It's it's fucking insane. Oh my god, this looks nuts. 
I'm sorry. Like, this looks this looks absolutely insane. But like I said, it's a it's it has a bunch of like little um just little like commentaries on on like life itself, like just like the everyday struggle and like you know social social norms and shit like that and it's it's, it's really like it's it's like strangely relatable like i feel like anyone can play this and be like man this thing's really saying some some stuff here man that like you gotta like sit down and take a moment to like reflect on it like it's it's it's, it's really impactful but it does it in a, in a way that's so over the top that you wouldn't even a canary <laughs> this is super cute. All right, it's, I I encourage everyone to try. It. It's free. It's free to download on that page. You can you can, or if you want to pay for it, you can you can name your own price. But let's get to the let's get to I think what will win it and should be the runner up. But I just want to acknowledge the games that are here before people go. We are showed Hellblade. Let me uh, let's get to the argument. Because we, we, we have one that I, I I think best horror game should go to uh, Resident Evil 7 because fuck spiders. But I, I honestly think the runner-up should be PUBG. I actually think PUBG should probably... It's scary as shit. PUBG should probably be the winner of this. It's scary. That game is scary. It's it's a it's a real fear too. It's not even like you know, like a a, a created, you know, like a manufactured scare. Like this is something natural, like man, there's fucking like gunshots out the window. I don't have any bandages on me. I'm running out of ammo. And I'm pulled up in this bathroom, squatting inside the, the bathtub, hoping fucking I can kill whoever shows up with my last three shots. Like, I like the skirt that this person's wearing. People are like you going to PUBG for fashion? You damn right. Like, like PUBG is is scary as shit. Like actual manifestation of fear. Your palms are fucking sweaty. Fucking, you were you were on the edge of your seat. Yeah, you are. Game's scary. Scary, scary game. Like as 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 good and as scary as Resident Evil Seven is, it's such a manufactured fear. Like even even like the its soundtrack goes a, a long way to like instilling this this feeling inside you that it's all manufactured. But in Battlegrounds, there's none of that. It's just fucking also, you. Every kill is way more intense. Yeah. It gets more scarier and scarier every time something happens. Like restricting the play area, like everything you do, and it's like, oh my god, there's a guy yeah. behind me. Like every bullet's like this game is like literally my heart raced for the first time forever and like when I when I got shot for the first time, I'm like, ah Yeah, it's that kind of fear where it's like you 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 know, you'll be completely safe for a while and then as soon as something fucking Hits the fan, you you panic and just f- fumble every fucking thing. 
oh, you forget how to fucking reload your fucking your your your, your aim fucking goes all wonky. It goes all like, wonky, and you wish that there was <clears throat> chicken dinner. Like you 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 you're completely prepared, or at least you think you're completely prepared for anything that's about to happen, and then something happens, and you completely fuck it up just because. <laughs> Is because you were terrified in the moment. Like that that's fear, man. Like that's that's horror. Yeah, this this game's definitely uh a horror so you're saying PUBG then Resident Evil Seven? Yeah, I'm saying PUBG is probably the winner of this. Yeah, you can tilt and do all that stuff with the gun and all Yeah, I mean it is I when I played yesterday I was scared of my fucking mind. Except for my my teammates are a bunch of dipshits. It does look better on PC, but that's that's like saying like this this shit I took the other day looks better. I need to get a better PC. Yeah, I mean the 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 graphics are fine. Like it doesn't have to be the the best looking game ever made. It's just I didn't say it was a. I'm just saying like for this and like yeah, this looks fine. It looks fine. It just it just has to function. And it sure doesn't on the Xbox. It looks like garbage. Like I'm sure this person's playing it on like a GTX nine fuck you or something with a with eight K resolution. But you know it's like yeah, this looks better. But when your Xbox One X, the most powerful console ever, can't run this, is I don't know what to tell you. Now, I can understand it not running on the Xbox box, but this not running on the Xbox at all is weird. But, yeah, that's it. Player Unknowns, best horror. It's scary as shit. Runner up, Resident Evil 7. It's scary as hell. Alright. Fighting games, everyone. You guys like fighters? There's some really shitty ones this year. And good ones. Uh first one I wanted to see is Nidhog. Came out no Nidhog too. Maybe it's the best maybe it's the best. Uh, no, that, that, that's annoying. So, Nidhogg 2 is a lot like Nidhogg 1, except there's a lot more... Look at these motherfuckers. There's a lot more, uh... Isn't Nidhogg more like in the Atari kind of vein? Yeah, the original one, well, at least, like, graphically, yeah. But mechanically, it was like at least like Super Nintendo levels of. This is more like this is more like Sega CD kind of level. Yeah, they also added like a lot more weapons, and it's um. I mean, the the original game only had one weapon, but this one has a uh, more weapon, a lot of weapons. Uh, different weapon types, like the broadsword, the dagger, uh, there's a bow, um, and it just, and you, you start with them, I think it's not random, but you, there's, it's a, like, in a rotation, so, like, you get the bow one round, and then the next round, you know you're gonna get, like, the, the sword or whatever. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah. You you always know what you're getting next. So it it, just, it it changes up the tactics because you know you might be more proficient with a certain weapon or just like in a certain scenario, uh, a certain weapon might be more useful. Okay. I'm not. I'm not really. I. It probably is more fun than what I'm looking at. But I'm like. Mm. Oh, it is. It, it, the thing about Nidhogg is it's very, is very much like a party game. Is it's very it's much very a game. Smash Brothers kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's something you want to whip out like when you've got a group of people around. It it has online play, but you don't want to play like that. It, it just loses some of the the excitement. But um, as far as like best fighting game goes, I don't think it's 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 a good play for like an hour or two when you got friends over. But outside of that, I wouldn't. I see. Who made Game Beast? Isn't that I was thinking? Is it? Uh, did Double Fine make Game Beast? Uh, Double Fine picked them up late. Double Fine uh, picked him up as a publisher last year, I think. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. And then they really spearheaded the um, the development of that game. This game's been in all access forever. Yeah. I don't think these guys ever have made any other games. Just because they didn't make any other games doesn't mean it's bad. It's just, I was just wondering, like, it just literally just came out of early access recently like a week yeah. ago yeah game beast is fantastic again a lot of the same things from nidhogg apply here it's it's a very good party game and it, it uh you gain a lot from just the excitement of a room just going crazy over some stupid shit that just happened but like outside of that like if you're just playing like online or you know on your own with bots or some shit, like it's not not that much fun. So I think we can get I think we can get rid of both of those on this Gangbeast this, and Nidhog. This game looks insane. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? It's great, man. I have it on PC. I don't know why. I think it came with the uh, the indie bundle or something. Oh, that's the game. That's the game I was trying to think of. That the other day I was streaming, I was like, "Man, there was a game that I was gonna like get like a four pack of and just like hand out copies and we could all play." Uh, <laughs> that was the one. Gang, I, I have, yeah, I have Gang Beast. Like they gave me an early access version, and of course, if you get an early access version of it, you get it forever. Yeah. Also, it's on. It's on console now. At least yeah, it's, it's on, on PS4. It's on PS4, so... It's on goofy PS4. It's a, it's a good place for it. Yeah, uh... Sony would appreciate weird shit. Alright. Uh, should we get to the, uh... Have you played Capcom... Marvel vs. Capcom Infinity? Infinite? No. Bad game. I hear it's, I hear it's bad, though. Bad game. Bad game. I played it. And you're like, win. I played it. Bad game. 
it's just the way it does things. It's just bad. I, I, I just didn't like how it played. I, I felt like it was just mash button win or lose. Well, that's how it is in the, you know, the the low tier. Right. I felt like if I if I press something, it's like mash button win, mash button lose. I mean, I don't I don't imagine you're playing at the level of fucking like a No, I'm not. Like a, like a fucking like a Chris G or someone that's, you know, that knows what they're doing. No, I have no idea what I'm doing. I mean, you can. Those are games that you can button mash through pretty. Like this, this is literally combo heavy. You can press any button and it, it would combo fourteen times. And I like Marvel versus Capcom. This I don't like. What about the story, though, man? Like, what? Like, how do they explain like Rocky Raccoon and and Chun Li fucking badly? I, I've not played that far into it, but I've played enough to go like badly. They tell the story badly. That's like the whole reason of these things is so you can see how the characters interact. Yeah, this whole yeah, there you go. There's your rocket raccoon right there. He's kind of just staring off in the distance, looking dreamy. He's scary in the game. He looks super scary. He looks like a and he look it looks like a he looks like a ret raccoon that they literally just dragged out of the trash and and unbombed it. Scary ass thing. Pretty sure that's what they did. What they do. Scary. Injustice two. I played maybe a round of this. It's fine not a bad game by any stretch of the imagination but I heard the story at the end doesn't pay off yeah I heard at the end the uh, story doesn't pay off which is not great but I'm not I don't really I mean is there really any good fighting stories outside of Tekken outside of Tekken This year? I don't know. I mean, in general, is there any like, man, I can't wait for the story mode for this Mortal, game? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah, Mortal Kombat's alright. But you get what I mean. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't play any of these. I mean, I played a little bit of Tekken, but so multiplayer I, really that damn good in Tekken? Because I disagree. I don't know. I didn't go online. It was too embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, Giant Bomb, not, that's a quote. They just literally went like, yeah, Tekken's pretty good. Oh, I play Tekken sometimes. They're like, yeah, it wins. They're like, okay. I'm like, no, I don't think it just completely wins, but no. Batman looks weird. I forget that uh I forget that the injustice in a lot of these games are very uh combo heavy like you do a combo and then you hit him and then and then go back. 
Yeah, that's, that's Mortal Kombat. That's, that's it's very combo hit. You know, it's like one combo, two combo hit. That's what I always hated because you just have you, there's not many options to be able to get out of that shit. Yeah, you're. They're just gonna keep racking up combos. See, fourteen hit right there. It's all about the combos. But isn't injustice a little bit more easier for people to get into? No, I don't think so. I think it's the same. It's just the same as Mortal Kombat. I think. I mean, as a person who is bad at fighting games, at least this kind of fighting game. Uh, it, um, it plays the same as, as Mortal Kombat, I think. I mean, so much so that they can just put Scorpion in there and it'd be fucking normal. They did. Maybe not in this one, but they did. Or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it's all it's on another realm. I mean, I like I like the way they do the cinematic fighting game thing. And, you know, I put a good emphasis on story. Yeah. You know, the way the Japanese do it is fucking, here's a visual novel and with some occasional fighting game stuff in it, which I'm not, I'm not about that life. Uh, Me either. Not about that life. I can understand that. I can understand that. All right. I think we're going to have ourselves a knockdown, drag out, good, good conversation about, uh, I think, the winner. Tekken 7. Definitely what, uh, definitely what I think is the best kind of, is the best fighting game of this year. It's accessible to all. Maybe not it's multiplayer. It's a really good game. Maybe not it's multiplayer. Anyone can play it except for it's multiplayer. Pick a limb, go ahead, and what the, you know that rage art mode where you can just literally press a button when you get to the point where your your health is low enough and kick the other the other person's ass. Really good. Also, the story mode is insane. Where, where, I, I, do you understand the story of Tekken? Because I felt like I missed so much. Yeah, I've never played a Tekken game. I mean, I've played I've played Tekken, but like not. I've never owned a Tekken game. It'd always be like, hey, I brought over Tekken. You want to play? And I'd be like, yeah, I want to play some Tekken. And I get my ass whooped. And be like, I don't like Tekken. <laughs> I played. I have tag tournament. I have. I have tag. I played six, five, and I think four and three were like whatever. Three I liked a lot, but there's a story to Tekken. A deep lore Tekken story, believe it or not. Not some bullshit. But I, you know, playing through this game, it's like, I don't understand what the hell's going on anymore. You know, it's like, okay, we have, you have, uh, 
Hayachi fighting Jin Kazama or something, and somehow his wife is dead, but she's not dead, but she can call tigers. I know people are like, why are you questioning it? I don't know. Like, you have your wife, Kazua, she can just call tigers. Out of nowhere, she can just call tigers. Also, I don't think the online's that great. How does uh, how does Akuma fit into? He's <laughs> actually very well. He just comes in and goes like, "You're all a bunch of pussies," and then he just he, he, Akuma walks into the game like he he was just there forever. <laughs> he was just there in the background, like, "Yeah, I was always here." <laughs> That's what I love about it, he's, and he fits in great with those with those. With Hayachi and Jin and the rest of them, why not add him? Kind of makes me sad that we'll never get to see Tekken versus Street Fighter. That version of that game, but at least we get something, you know? At least we go like, well, we got we got Akuma. I'm like, yeah, but if we can get Ryu or that, that would have been cool, but whatever. We did get we did get uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken, which was a weird ass game. What about what about Noctis? Noctis is coming next year, and that's gonna be weird. Speaking of Noctis, oh. you know what's in you know what you know I don't know what the hell's going on. You know what's in, you know you know that cars in Forza, right? Yeah, the uh, Regalia is in Forza. I, I, I was looking through that, and I'm like, what the hell? Why is the regalia in here? I don't know why there's so much crossover for, for Final Fantasy 15 right now. I don't understand. With, like, everyone. Like, everyone is, like, dipping into, like, Final Fantasy 15 for some reason. That I'm like, this game wasn't even that good. Let alone. Yeah, the regalia is in Forza, which is random and weird. He's yeah. coming to Tekken 7, which is random and weird. But people are like, but Neil Geis is in it too. But Neil Geis is weird. Also, is it you can't have a fighting game without other fighters coming into your game. Like I know Smash Brothers did it first with uh with Snake and everyone else, but I'm I'm not I'm not against it. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if Blank was in there? Well, like, yeah, Akuma's in a Tekken game. Weird. That's something you never see. Now we just need, like, Scorpion in a Street Fighter game. Oh, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, like, come on. Make the actual happen. Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat? That would never happen, dude. No, it would never happen, but, you know... It would never happen. We don't even want it to just happen. We just want Scorpion versus Ken or something, or Ryu. Only Only on Salty Bet. Yeah, but <laughs> on Salty Bat is all fucked up. Cause they made they made SpongeBob in impenetrable. Yeah, it'd be like fucking like Dragon Ball Z Ken mixed with like Incredible Hulk, and you're like, what the fuck is this, man? Like I don't even know. Like it looks dangerous, but is it it does it look dangerous and like is it really weak or is it, you know, actually gonna do what it looks like it can do? You never know, man. Right. You never know. And no. you see everyone betting on this like anime chick, and it's like, okay, she's probably gonna fucking demolish this guy, no matter what. If you get a Dragon Ball Z character, always bet on a DBZ character. 
Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna win. win. He's gonna win. Anyway, so why are we looking like Tekken? Tekken, Tekken winning this. Tekken injustice. Tekken injustice. Yeah, that's fine. I that, didn't play any of these. That's how I. That's how I see it. Uh, uh, best driving game. They all suck. Forza Seven's a mess. Uh, it's it's that game, but it that coin doubler fucks it up. So. Yeah, it's off best the driving list. game. We're skipping best driving game because they all—they're all, all awful. Not there's none of them that I go. Yeah, you should play like none of them. You should play none of them. What about Project Cars? You should play none of these. Project Cars might be the only one you should play. Right. Even then, even then, it's like Gran Turismo right. Sport. They fucked it up in such a way that you're like, what are you doing? They, they, you know, that's the thing about driving games. And look, I'm not one of those people like, it's too hardcore. They should reel it back. I'm like, I, it's going into a direction where I'm like, where the hell are you going? It's all about sportsmanship. Yeah, that's the crazy part about Gran Turismo is the sportsmanship. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's like, where are you going? The sportsmanship is how wrecked your car can go and doesn't drive left. That's the sportsmanship. I get it. I get it. Actual driving in actual sport, you have sportsmanship points and all that stuff. But it's it, at that point, is, is the racing fun, you know? I mean, I'm all for a simulation. Don't get me wrong. That's, that's everything I don't want in a fucking ra- a racing game. Like it's not even a racing game anymore. It's just like a driving game. It's just like yeah, it's just, yeah. How 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 sportsmanlike can you drive, huh? It's like oh, you you overtook that guy a little too too uh, aggressively there. We're gonna deduct your sportsmanship point. Like motherfucker, if I'm winning the race, you don't deduct shit for me. It's a goddamn race. At anyway. that at that point, yeah. But like, if it's long, did I crash into the guy? Did I crash into him? I didn't. I don't care. You know, did I, 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 super shitty, man. Like sometimes, you know, sometimes you just want to drive reverse on the track and see who you can run into at top speed. Like, you know, sometimes that's fun. We know you can't do that in this game. That is fun. Let's see who car, let's see if your car can go to one mile an hour as fast as we can. I don't know. Anyway, these, these games are all bad, so... They are bad. We're also skipping... Winner, Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 is not eligible. <laughs> as a remake, as a re-release of, of a game called Mario Kart 8. I'm not sure if you ever heard of it. But it's the best game. It's the best sports game. All these it, would be if it, it would be if it were Mario Kart 9. All, all of these are awful. Mario Kart 8 came out years ago. <laughs> Not to some people. Some people are having to play it for the first time. Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, best sports game? I'll keep saying it too. They all sucked. They all suck. They, steep, and, steep is okay. I actually kind of like Steep. Yeah, Steep was pretty good. Uh, Olympics and all that stuff. The uh, 
The only problem is it's just a lot of loot box and they just literally grab you by the ankles and go, shaky, shaky. Yeah, well, I don't know what Steep has now. It's probably all fucked up, but... No, when I played when it, it was I, fine. Yeah, when I played it, it was it was actually pretty fun. Like, that's the thing about, like, Madden and the rest of these games is, like, they, they look at you like Pika Binks and go, like, shaky, shaky, do you want Kevin Federline or whatever, or whatever football player or people... Shaky, shaky. Yeah. They make billions off of it. But there's not steep isn't enough to have a category for this, so we just we're getting rid of that. Right. No, we, we already best. did that. No, we already did that, and we we uh no, it's not Battlefront Two. That game is not even a good shooter, let alone a good game. <laughs> Uh, best Xbox game. Oh boy, Xbox. Looking at this makes me sad. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if those are all the exclusive Xbox One games. I mean, there is another, but that's all I could remember. Uh, Is there any other? Like, I'm trying to think. Like, I would have bought them if I remembered. Yeah, Halo Wars 2, Forza Motorsport 7, and Cuphead. The other one I was thinking was PUBG. Oh, yeah. But that's not... That game if, is... If it were released in its final form on Xbox... Yeah, that game is not... It, as the cliche is, I, this is not even my final form. Yeah, that game is not even in its final form. Um. So, there's only three fucking options here. Is Halo Wars 2... Forza Motorsport 7 and Cuphead. There's also Super Lucky Tale, but that's not going to make it. That's not. That's that's you not going to make it. I would probably actually, I would put that, I would put that at number one. No. No, I'm just saying it ain't going to make it. That game's not bad. I think people actually don't realize what that game is. There's a lot of people confused and think that's a port of the VR game. But it's not. It's a whole new game. It's a whole. It's a new game. The the camera issues because you can't control the camera, so people think that's because it was in VR. But actually, it's not the reason at all. It's just a bad game. There's no camera control. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's actually pretty fun in VR, but it's a game that didn't need to be in VR. But when you strip away that, it's extremely lackluster and just boring. So it's not even on our list. So yeah, I was just trying to think like crackdown got crackdown. Everything got delayed. They had games that were supposed to come out this year, but they delayed everything. Right. Everything. So that, that's why, that's why I guess it looks like it does. Yeah. It's like Forza and it's like, what is happening? Um, well, this one's pretty cut and dry, I think. Cuphead obviously wins this. Yes, Cuphead runs away with it and uh, steals the deeds of the rest of the games. Um, and, you know, for runner-up, I didn't play either Halo Wars nor 
Forza. I did play Halo Wars. I keep forgetting that I did play it. it and I didn't hate it. Didn't like it. Didn't hate it. I don't know. Playing on RTS on a, on a on a controller is weird. Well, if it's if it's catered for that, like Tooth and Tail. Yeah, that even works. On, we even the PC version. Right? Even the PC version, they tell you, "Hey, you might want to play this with a controller." We got a review copy of that. That really is a good game. It is, yeah. But that that was this is straight up. They they shoveled PC controls on a controller. Um, and Forza is just another Forza well, game. Isn't that, isn't that the, isn't Halo Wars 2 that game that's made by Sega? No, that was, uh, Halo something else. Well, it wasn't, uh, it, Sega didn't make it. They, the, the, the company that made it was owned by Sega, is what I'm saying. I think you're thinking of the Spartan, the Spartan sh- Strike. Hmm. Is that what it was? Spartan? Spartan Assault or whatever it's called. It was a game Spartan was Assault. It was a game that was made by Sega. Sega should make a new F-Zero. And I know people are like, Sega didn't make F-Zero. Yes, they did. <laughs> Actually, they did. Isn't that weird? We already have a new F-Zero. It's called Fast Racing Neo. Isn't that weird how Sega made an F-Zero game? Hold on, Barney Bones disagrees. Barney Bones said Halo Wars was the best RTS ever made. Then, then fine, then it can be number two. Yeah, well, at least someone's fighting for it, so it's number two. Fine, fine, you win. It's number two. I'm not... <laughs> you were like, you really like Cuphead that much? I'm like, no, Cuphead... <laughs> it's either Halo Wars or Cuphead. If you have the big one, I'll pick the cop. But yeah, Cuphead wins this category, so everyone's happy. Yay, 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 yay. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Speaking of... <laughs> what's with console games with no fucking exclusives? Uh, PlayStation. You know what? I think it had stuff. It had stuff. I don't remember any of them. Most of their stuff is on... Stop. And even if I did, I only played two of them. And one that's not released in the States yet, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't have stuff, but really look at it. I mean, these are really solid games and everything. Don't get me wrong. A really creepy girly that is, that that looks like freaking Rick Ashley. And Uncharted The Lost Legacy in Persona 5. So, best PlayStation game. Our list is Horizon Zero Dawn, Uncharted Lost Legacy, and Persona 5. Right. Nier right. Automata and Neo. Like, a lot of games did come out on the PlayStation first, like Neo, N-I-O-H, and Nier Automata. I mean, yeah, you know what? Let's throw those in there. Like, they did come out first on it, on Let's- PlayStation 4. Let's throw those in there. And then they, well, didn't Near Automata come out in like November? Or am I like, it came out later on PC. It definitely came it out came later. Out late. It was later on PC, but. Yeah, they came out first on PlayStation. And Persona 5 didn't make the jump to PC yet. Or yeah, ever. I mean, if we're, we're going to count like Xbox, they kind of 
ruined it for themselves because all of their games are going to be on PC. But right, that that was the justification for for having like Xbox PC games included in this. But PlayStation, I guess, I mean, it's so it's so slim this year that I don't know. I kind of just want to include those just to. Yeah, it's like we're scraping a barrel that it's like, what are we doing? And that so, and people wonder why people flock to PC because you look at the exclusives on the PlayStation, you look at the exclusives on the Xbox, what's there? You can go, well, near Automata, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Neo, yeah, sure. Like, oh. We should add Crash, the Insane Trilogy, but I ain't adding that. Well, that's a remaster. That's a re-release. I ain't adding that. I mean, that's not a an exclusive. Um. So here's what I think: we can take off Horizon right now. Yeah, Alloy is real scary because that is the weakest thing here. Um. And let me just write these. Right near and Neo in there. I need to play Neo. I played two seconds of that and I go like, I don't like any of this. And people are like because you hate Dark Souls, I'm like, I don't know. I just hate how it feels. Dark Souls has a very slow feel. I know people like it's better when it's at sixty frames a second with Dark Souls. And I'm like, I'm sure it is, but playing that feels awkward. Neo's a lot faster. Neo's a lot easier than any souls game just because you have a lot more options and a lot more like opportunities to like get health back and get like more powerful shit like you have a the ranged attacks are are better and easier like that you have a bow it's pretty you just whip it out and just fucking take headshots all day right that game neo and i'm just like I only played that little demo beta they had, so I didn't right. actually play the the full game. But once you get geared up in that game, at least in the demo I played, I'm not speaking for the whole game. Once you get geared up, it's, it seemed like it was pretty easy. As someone, and then I'm someone who's not like a huge Souls fan. Me either. Like I don't play I don't play those Souls games. The only one I really liked was Demon Souls, and Bloodborne was the only one I finished. Like, Bloodborne completely. I really liked. I really liked Bloodborne. Yeah, that's because it was, it was a lot more action. I don't understand why I like Bloodborne, even though it had the world's most scariest spiders in it. But Bloodborne, I liked. So I, I take solace that uh, those those uh, Dark Souls s kind of games can you know if you know what you're doing and you're thinking about it, you can totally get through it. Yeah, it's just Neo is a lot more action, action based. So you have a lot more control over your character for one thing, um, and you can just—it's easier to get out of situations. This is a game that came out in November. But again, I didn't play it. I didn't play enough of it, so. I can't really. I can't really speak for this. I installed it and played it, and that's about it. So no, I can't speak for it either. 
You see this part right here? That's as far as I went in it. Look, let's just cut to the chase here, man. Yeah. The only just... two the only the only two games worth mentioning here. Yeah, Persona. <laughs> Persona five and, and Nier Automata. Yeah, that's it. I I agree with you. I know some people are like, what about Uncharted? I'm like It's an Uncharted game. Uh, like I agree with you. Actually, I really like, do agree. <laughs> Persona is a Persona game, but you get le- you get a lot less of those, and they don't just reiterate the same shit that Persona's been doing. They actually innovate, right? Like it's it's a different kind of game. Horizon Zero Dawn, fuck Horizon Zero Dawn, dude. Horizon Zero Dawn's a good game. But it's a terrible game. All right, we should get to the. We, I don't want to be this rapid fire, but the next one's a doozy. Wait, we didn't like pick like which one actually won though. Oh, uh, let's go near. Well, Persona beat it for best RPG. Yeah, let's go near. You know what? I think, I think near is like I would rather play near. I'd rather play Nier than Persona. Yeah, that seems that like a game you would. Sense. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. Like as a as a whole, not just talking about its RPG aspects. But as, as an art, let let before we tongue cut. As an RPG, Persona's better. As a game, probably Nier's better. Nier Automata's a better game. Yeah, I'd rather play and as explore a, as a Nier. game. As a game, I'd rather experience Nier than Persona 5. Now, with that said, does that mean Persona 5 is bad by any means? No. Persona's a lot more watchy and doing. Persona's more gamey. Yeah. So that that's why I find it. Nier with Persona rearing the end. That That's how I see it. So, all right. Do we get to the, the this next one? This is... Uh, Alright. <clears throat> best w- Nintendo game. I was going to say uh, after best, and then we have PC, and then indie. Because I'm, I'm, I got like almost an hour left. To, and this will probably take a good 30 minutes to get through. Yeah. <laughs> because... If you thought those platforms were dry, holy shit. So, yeah. The Best Faucet. Game. The Faucet. Best Nintendo game. And you're probably going to be talk about these more than I did. Oh, yeah, we can. Let's see. Uh, and they all Zelda came out this Wild. year. They all came out this year. Breath of the Wild, Mario All Odyssey, Sniper Clips, 1-2 Switch, Platoon yeah. 2, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, we also have Fire Emblem Warriors, uh, Street Fighter. Well. I know those are not added. I'm just I'm just saying. Not saying those, those should be added or, you know, just acknowledge. Mario Kart 8 should be acknowledged. Not saying they should win. But should we just cut to the chase and actually get to the actual meat of this? 
Sure. I mean, we can get rid of one, two switch right off the bat. Bye. That game is fucking trash. That game is not a game. Um, Stipper clips, really interesting, really fun. Uh, mostly if you have like two people to kind of do, do the puzzles with. Right. I didn't really, I didn't really find it fun solo. Um, we already talked about Splatoon. Yeah, as much as I like Splatoon, do I think it's the best Switch game? Is is it the best Nintendo Nintendo game of the year? No. I mean, we, we talked about most of these already. So no, like no, like for real, no. So. It really comes down to... Yeah, I was going to say Xenoblade 2, but I don't really have... It really comes down to Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It really... You know, brass tacks. Those two. Alright, I'm going to tell, tell you what I think number one is here. Alright. Super Mario Odyssey. Alright, convince me. I think well, that game is number two. Look, man, you for like forget what you know about Zelda. Forget what you know about Mario. All if right, talking just like straight, like straight gameplay. Like Mario has the most variety that there's ever been in a Mario game. This is true. Like Odyssey, Odyssey is is. You just you just you almost never see the same thing twice. I mean, like I said, you go into a world and there's different the, the enemies have their own mechanics when you start taking control of them. And those the, the mechanics of those enemies like directly feed into the level design. Like the level design is is based on the mechanics of the characters or the enemies that are in that level. And they mix it make they Continuously mix it up throughout the entire game. All right, and like it's 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 super fun. Mix it up all the time. Barney Bone says Skyrim. Go jump out a window. Skyrim is on every platform under the sky. <laughs> Ever no, that is that is a joke. It like is- for me, Breath of the Wild. Like for me, Super Mario Odyssey is a damn near fucking almost perfect game. Almost perfect, yeah. Almost perfect. Like, I will have trouble actually telling you flaws it has. And I'm talking, like, actual flaws, not just things that I don't like about it. That is not compared like, to Mario. Yeah, I'm talking just things that I think, like, this is a bad thing that this game does. I don't think there's anything that I can easily name in Mario that's just fucking bad. But Zelda... um, you're saying Zelda, Zelda overplays his hand. Yes. Like, there's extremely good things about it. I feel like the world um, and what you can do in it, just the the emergent gameplay that, that exists in that game. Well, I think Mario, in a much lesser degree, like, it, right. keeps things, it keeps things super simple. Like, it's the same Mario shit you know, except you got this hat that can do a lot of things and all you do is just throw it like it's 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 super simple but again they do a lot of things with that one mechanic it's yeah 
But that's Rim. Nintendo design. Let's, let's, I'm not going to sit here and go like... I think the thing with, with Breath of the Wild is... I guess what the mechanic is, is bad. Breath of the Wild, I just don't think Breath of the Wild capitalizes on, for one thing, what you what you want out of a Zelda game. Like, the the, the dungeons are shit. The bosses are shit. Um, the enemies aren't varied enough. Uh, like, all of that, all of that stuff. Like, the destruction of your weapons... Um, my, you know, my you know, the, the equipment durability, like there's just just shit in there. I'm just like, man, why did you, why didn't you just do this better? I don't know. It's it's and other games do do it better. Yeah, well, I don't even think it's other games that do it better. I just think it's like when you put that Zelda name on it, there's certain expectations. You know. I'm going to say this about Zelda. You know, when you're playing Fallout and remember when you, you had durability on your guns and they would just break and you were like, oh, it's broken now. I, yeah, I don't but that know. made sense. That made sense in the Fallout world because you're, you're coming in this post-apocalyptic. And, but only only New Vegas did that, by the way, which I think, right? It was only New Vegas. It was three as well. Was it? I haven't played three in a while. Yeah, three. Your, your shit broke and then they got rid of it in four. But and, like it made sense because those weapons aren't like they're not in they're not in perfect pristine condition. They're they're old weapons that you know after this nuked out bombed out fucking hellhole, you just scavenged and found also, it. Also, you know, Mario it, doesn't it, have the problem of of weapons being broken because it, he he has a hat that can possess shit. I'm not saying that's a bad good or bad thing. It's just that's what it is. That's what I'm saying. That the hat is. It's the, all about the, the hat. The hat is the mechanic here. That's what I'm saying. It's, that's why it's so. It's ninety percent of that game. That's what I'm saying. It's fucking. It it changes things up because you never have to do anything different than throwing your fucking hat and seeing all these the different things that happen as the game progress. Yeah. Like in this one, you threw it to this guy and he turned into a fucking homing missile, and and you had to use him in a puzzle way to kind of get through a certain section like that's this game it, it it has fucking variety at the wazoo it does and can we talk about i i, I, I guess this is a spoiler territory we actually didn't spoil a lot even though we could this the last part of it was uh holler if you hear me uh the last did you beat the game uh mario yeah no Okay, then there's a scene in there. Yeah. Of course, you know it's the wedding scene, but there's a there's a sonic ass thing in here that just goes nuts. There's a sonic version that you go like, "What the hell's going on?" Uh, I don't know if I should say or you should just watch, but it's just one of those those moments you go like, "What the fuck is going on?" Game. But no, that you know, it's just a story point of it. But whatever, the game is really good. <laughs> uh, I think the only knock against against Mario is Zelda. I felt like there was there was time infinite time for everything. Like fuck her, you can just go off and do whatever the fuck you want. With with Mario Odyssey, I felt like there was a little bit more of a wonder and whimsy to it. 
And my problem is I played for eight hours, enjoyed it, and then beat the game, and then that you're, it's over. And I know what people are going to say. It's, long, it's as long as you make it, but it's just one of those things. Well, yeah, from what I, I mean, I didn't beat it myself, but from what I hear, people say there's a lot more shit after the the credits that is essential to like, keep playing. There is, there is, you know, you, you go, there's another kingdom that opens up and all that stuff. There's all kinds of stuff that, that it, you know, things happen in that game. So, I mean, like I said, but I'm, I'm just going to say this one, I, I guess Zelda, the thing is, it's more, it's, it's more explore and break shit. Mario's more whimsy and go off and do things. And that's, that's the same thing though. I mean, you still explore in Mario. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about your, you don't have to worry about your sword not being strong enough. That's a, I mean, that's a good problem. That's not a bad thing. No, I'm not saying it is a bad thing. Like, all, all I'm saying is, is Zelda's a fantastic game. Zelda's fantastic, but like... Oh, absolutely. When it, when it comes to... It's just, it's just not... It was super disappointing as a Zelda game, is what I'm saying. Like, it seems like they put a lot of care and attention into the world and the mechanics of, of the world. And just completely ignored, like, hey, look at this shitty voice acting we got. Or, like, yo, this, look at these awesome cinematics we have. Like, like things that a Zelda game doesn't need to be good. And things that, like, hurt it because the voice acting is, is not good. Like, it's fine to have voice acting. We don't have shitty voice acting. Like, Especially in a Zelda game. cinematics. Like, it's... Like... I just can't. I can't. I can't give it to Zelda over Mario. Just I, be, like I feel like here's the thing: the, the, the dungeon design both, was shit. Like yeah, the both both games do something different with their formula. I'm not gonna sit here and go like, oh Zelda Mario. Like okay, this is not Mario 64 because there's no linear path to get these moons, and it to me I just felt like. Look, uh, Zelda's a very big-ass world, and Mario's a very... I don't want to say it's not a big-ass world, but it's more compact, but it has more stuff into it. It's like going into a big house that has nothing, but you search around their stuff. Mario's like a small compart- like a small apartment full of stuff. It's a very pack-rat game, if anything, but not a bad thing. And for anyone's like, oh, you're dissing Zelda. We are not dissing it. We really do like it. It's just sometimes, you know, when you look at it as a whole, it might not hold up. And and that's like, and that's my argument is Zelda as a whole doesn't. Well, good, well, good news, Bones. We don't have to pick one. You can pick it. No, you can't pick because he's wrong. He <laughs> can pick. Because we got we got to nominate one, and you guys get to nominate the other. I mean, if you ask me, it would be it would be Zelda. But I know where this conversation is going, and I I think I'm going to concede. Look, I definitely I played more Zelda than I did. I mean, I yeah, me too. 
but it was a very uh, it was a time and place thing like it was just the right circumstances to that i should just be playing zelda instead of doing anything else like i would i would play mario there's more stuff in zelda than there is mario well i know people are like well mario's more condensed soup and zelda's more like a meal Barney Gunn says, Zelda was a better open world. Mario was a better game. That's the whole argument, Barney. Barney Bones, that's the whole argument. That is, is that, the whole argument. Is that Mario is a better game than Zelda as a whole. As a whole. But also, like, we're talking about two games that are incredible on one system. I mean, someone say, you know, the two best games of the entire year. Yeah, but, I mean, we're, this is not easy. I'm just saying, what I'm saying is that Mario is better overall than Zelda. And we cut Splatoon. It's not even in the conversation. Mario is number one. Zelda is number two. Yeah, that's where it's that's what it's looking at. I mean, you got you got to lose this one, man. It's it's it's. No, I'm gonna. I mean, I played enough of all of these, and we have two, so it's not like, you know, the argument is, you know, I think Mario is that game. You know, I, I see kids playing Mar- Mario Odyssey than, than playing Zelda. I've never seen a single person out in the world playing fucking Zelda. I've seen two people, and I work in a restaurant, play, play the Yes Sea, then play Zelda. What does that say? Well, that doesn't really say much, but... Except for the kid that was playing, it was an absolute idiot. But that's okay. That's neither here nor there. That yeah, There's some really good moments in Odyssey, but, you know, it's just Zelda's more whimsy. I enjoyed Zelda. I really did, but that's that's neither here nor there. No, Odyssey wins it. Odyssey and then Zelda after that. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> All right, best Nintendo games for Mario Odyssey. What a Breath bloodbath! Of the, Breath of the Wild, runner up. What a bloodbath! A close, a close second. But again, I like I like that game for the same reasons I like Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, like that's a good comparison. But Metal Gear Solid Five was flawed in many ways. You know, when it came to the story. Uh, Zelda is flawed in a lot of ways when it comes to anything that doesn't involve its actual gameplay, like the actual act of playing the game and exploring and shit. Right. But Mario Odyssey, I just don't see any flaws, man. I'm not saying it's a perfect game. I'm just saying, to me, I, it's difficult to find anything to complain about. I don't know. If I had to nitpick, it would be me nitpicking. That would that would be my like flaw. It would be nitpicking the fucking and motion controls. You well, the motion controls. I would nitpick. Well, like, well, yes. Nintendo's Nintendo's infatuation with motion controls. Uh, they will die with it. They will. It's die. unhealthy. They will die on them. Even when you even when you disable them, they're still on and required sometimes. 
But that's it. That's all I got. Uh, but yeah, that's... I mean, it's... It, look, the Switch had how many games on this list that could be best game? This is what we thought. Someone's going to say Mario Kart 8. Someone's going to say Splatoon 2. Someone's going to say Puyo Puyo Tetris, even though that Mar- came Mar- out Kart on the 8. PS4. Mario Kart 8 is a port and a re-release. If, it's not in a, in a in a in a in a in a how many people actually played Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U? I don't know. It doesn't matter. First of all, the game is called Mario Kart 8. Yeah, but how many people actually literally played that on the Wii U? The game is called Mario Kart 8 okay. Deluxe. Like, I mean, if you if you wanted it to be, you know, Mario Kart 9, you could have made that. I mean, didn't. This they made is, Mario Kart 8. All the DLCs included and all the fucking skins. Yeah, this is, this is a hard, you know, the Nintendo Switch had an amazing, insane year. They had not, they had one of the best Zelda games to come out in like years. And one of the best Mario games to come out in years. It had one of the best multiplayer shooters that come out in years. Sunshine Bomb, because they fucking love Titan 7. But, you know, one of the best years in record. Just saying. Bonnie Bone says Mario Kart 8 was better on Switch. Yeah, of course it was. And so is... It runs better on Switch. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5, 2.5 Remix is better on PS4. It is really... But it's fucking still a got... It's still a port. (laughs) It's still an HD remake of a game that already exists. It is a really good port of those games. They're really good, but yeah, you know, they really they're they're ports and re-releases. They're not eligible. But doesn't right. even have its own doesn't even have its own Wikipedia page. Nope. It doesn't even have its own separate page on Twitch. Think about that. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe does not have its own page on Twitch. Best PC game. How much time you got? Uh, we got about 40 minutes, so we can knock these out. Yeah, these ones actually shouldn't go too long. Yeah, I got about 40 to uh, knock these out. So, Best PC game. We already talked about most of these anyway. Right. Um, Divinity Original Sin 2, Doki Doki Literature. I guess the same thing applies to Hollow Knight because that's on the Switch. With PS4 because it came out first on PC and then got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's... that's Grant, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's a given on PC because all of this shit gets ported. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go like, no! I mean, Doki Doki's not going to get ported anywhere. Um, Ninety percent of the fucking PS4 library is PC ports. Yeah, Doki Doki Panic ain't going anywhere. That's dead. Uh, yeah, Hollow Knight and Dream Daddy. Yeah, I need to um, Dream Daddy. That sounds amazing. <clears throat> uh, and uh, and Mark Echo's getting up. Mark Echo's getting up. Yeah, getting up with Bennett Foddy's. Uh, no, that was a kidding. That was a. No, that game's not a. Yeah, 
That's not the. T- I think it's it's called getting over it. Right. Getting, that's why you said getting over Mark Echo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess the other thing is PUBG or um, no that that release that's different. Yeah, Player Unknowns is not in this list, and it should be. Yeah, that's a PC game. PUBG and I was there's another game I was thinking of. All right, so let's just cut to the chase here, man. <laughs> PUBG. <laughs> PUBG wins it. I'm gonna have to who's, get to PUBG. Who's? Right, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking who's fighting for second. Hold on, wait. We got a late entry. Barney Bone says Ark Survival Evolved. That's on everything, but did that come out? <laughs> that I think I'm still in early access, and even if it was out. It would not be. I would not. That game is it out would on. Not, it, would, it would not be on this list. Isn't that game out on consoles? You can buy know. that on Xbox. Isn't, isn't it still early access? No, sure it's not it early access. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it it's ain't. fucking released. What the fuck? I was going to add Fire Pro Wrestling as well, but no one played that. No, Ark is shit. That's not even on the list. Mm, yeah, and Fire Pro. All right, yeah, PUBG, yeah. I think people would give us a nice litching if we didn't acknowledge PUBG. Yeah, they'd lynch us either way. And people would fucking despise that game. Yeah, but those people don't know how to shoot. Yeah, I'm not even talking about the overall quality of the game. I'm just talking more of like... If you ask the, the experience, the experience of playing that is different than any other game that right tries to do the same thing. I mean, even any other shooter, like it's 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 a completely different experience that you can really only have with this. I know there's some copycats, you know, like fucking Fortnite. Like I'm just, surprised how fast they got that shit going. Oh. They, they had to. They were like, "How can we salvage this game?" Dude, I don't, I don't even think in six months. I don't even think the original game, the I don't even remember what it's called, defend the survival, the original mode. I don't even think it exists anymore. Maybe it does. It does, but not in its. That game is a battle royale game now. Is now. It's that's all it is now. Anyway, I think it's safe to say PUBG is number one here. Number two, number two, I'm I'm leaning Hollow Knight. All right, I can see that. I was thinking more uh, Super Mario Brothers two or Dream Daddy. I didn't play Dream Daddy as a visual novel. I know people say at that least that's more of a game. More than Doki Doki. Yeah. At least you can... At least you can go and go, okay, that's a game. Yeah, but Hollow Knight is an actual game. Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. That's something, that's something you play. You know? Right. Um, I just didn't play enough Dream Daddy or Doki or Divinity. Also, I guess the other question we, you know, the next one's indie game. Uh, if you ask me, 
any game that sells 20 million is not an indie game anymore. Well, your sales don't matter. It's the budget, really. Or even, it's just self-published. Self-published is indie. All right. And they're self-published, at least. I mean, before Microsoft stepped in. Right, I'm just looking at this and I go like... How come these people are not getting shot with a bunch of people just coming after them? Are they being stupid? Oh, well. Alright, so... There's that, so... Indie games! There's a lot of good ones. Alright, so it's... Yeah. Let's just say, uh, best PC game uh, is PUBG. Followed by Hollow Knight. Yeah. Better at PUBG. People will go like, what are you doing? This is a shit. No. Total War. Total War Warhammer 2. Did that, that that came out like 14 years ago. I don't even, I don't even know what the total. See, I, we can't put up games that we haven't played. I don't know if you realize that, Barney Boy, but unless unless you can come up in here and give us a heartfelt speech on why Total War Warhammer 2 should be best PC game of the year. We cannot we cannot put it we cannot put it on this list. Did I come out this year? I don't even know. I don't even know. Warhammer. Also, we're going to finish the list tomorrow so people get your get your stuff ready. So yeah. So let's get to the indies. Best independent game of the year. Doki Doki Literature Club, Hollow Knight, Cuphead, Gang Beasts, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Flint Hook. There's a lot of good ones this year. No, I can tell you, we can take off. We can remove uh, Gang Beasts. I was going to say. People are going to sit here and go like, we can remove Cuphead. <laughs> People are like, what are you doing? Yeah, no. No, Cuphead, I think, is strong. Right. That's a strong one here. That is a strong um, one, but I'm just saying, like, if you ask me, it's Cuphead and what remains of Edith Finch. Okay, here's the thing. Edith Finch, I know you haven't played it. I, I I've heard it. a lot of like, I, I know you've heard a lot you heard a lot about it and for me it's probably the single most like effective like personally effective thing I've ever played in, in the video game medium like like for as far as like how much it affected me like personally it affected everyone that talked about it I don't know anyone that would like man this game. But this this for this category for best indie game, I just don't think Edith Finch is enough of a game to it's story phenomenal. We got a category for I that. See, I see what you're saying. Okay. All right. We got a category for story and that's where it'll get us just desserts. So but 
we're looking at. Here, and it does, it does do interesting things mechanically that other, if you want to call them walking simulators, don't really do. Um, Edith Finch has a lot of really interesting uh, gameplay moments, but I don't think any of those really compare to what some of these other games are doing when it comes to the gameplay. So I think we can we can cross off Edith, Edith Finch. All right. Like you said, Gang Beast is gone. All right, so... Yeah, Gang Beast we can get rid of. Doki Doki is a game. It is a game. You do make choices in it. I don't know. I feel like there's other games than Doki Doki. It's a, it's a visual novel. I feel like it's not... The gameplay parts of it are just... I feel like the the, the conversation should be Hollow Knight Cuphead. With Hollow Knight take it. Oh, ooh. Uh, I would give it... I would give it... Cuphead. I guess we... I would give... Sorry, I'm skipping one, but I guess I should look at Flint Hook. Well, Flint Hook, okay, I guess we didn't talk about Flint Hook that much. Flint Hook is um, a roguelite, uh, procedurally generated 2D platformer uh, where your character, your main character, has a hook. I see. He has a grappling hook, and that's how you um, uh, like traverse through most of the levels. Um, it's a really cool concept, like the whole grappling hook thing. It, it, it works. Uh, it's really fun. But the whole like procedurally generated roguelike thing, it's just done. It's done to death. death. Yeah. And Flint Hook, the only thing, the only new thing it does is, is the, the grappling hook thing. So it's a game you can play infinitely forever. Yeah, but I mean, there is there is a progression to it, though. So it's not like you just drop it. It's not like, you know, it's just these random shits you do. There, there, there is a progression to it. Boy, whatever gameplay you got going right there is this guy is not. He doesn't. I guess he doesn't realize that he has a hook on his hand that he can throw and grapple on the shit. Yeah, this is normal. I don't, you don't know shit, but that's okay. But it's a really fun game. I, I really like the art style. Um, but I don't think I don't think it's better than Cuphead or No, but it does look good. Yeah, that, that's my thing. Is uh Hollow Knight or I don't know. I felt like Cuphead if it if its controls were a little tighter, I would feel better about it. Um I don't know. I never had a. I didn't have a problem with the actual control. I didn't have a problem with controlling Cuphead. I don't know. Maybe that's just. Maybe it's because you were on Xbox. I'm not sure how it plays on Xbox, but uh, I played it on PC and it was it was fine. Also, what this guy did um, in the video, he accidentally hooked onto the uh, to the door, and when you do that, it it sends you through the door. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like not hooking on to what you want to hook on to and then getting sent through a door and then like going right back through. This looks like a game that should be on the Switch. It probably probably is on the Switch. 
I won't be surprised. I'm I'm just saying this looks like a perfect game to be on the Switch. Yeah. Anyway, I think I think this this is. I think this category best indie should be Cuphead, followed by Hollow Knight. All right. And again, this is just a list of what I played indie wise. I know there's probably a bunch of other indie games out there that are really good. But right. I, I didn't just just what I played. I can't I cannot speak for shit that I did not play. Alright. Witcher 3 is not an indie game. Actually, uh actually Witcher 3 is didn't come out this year. It also didn't come out this year. But For Honor is not an indie game. Which did come out this year. Did come out this year. Also didn't play it. How come I always think For Honor came out like three years ago? Because they had like three years of beta testing. Like that game came out in what? What? When did it come out? It came out in February or March. One of those. And look, I'm not saying like it came and went. It really hasn't. It just... It felt like it did, but it felt like like oh yeah, for honor. It felt like a game that's always been here forever. All right, yeah, best handheld. It's uh, Fire Emblem Echoes, uh, Metroid: Samus Returns, and Hey Pikmin. Okay, this is your category because I didn't play any handheld games at all. If you ask me. It's Fire Emblem Echoes and Ever Oasis. Actually, a lot of those are just remakes. Echoes is a remake of the NES Fire Emblem. Samus is... Is that eligible? Is that eligible? I don't know. (laughs) Samus Samus Returns is a a remake of Samus, you know, Metroid 2. Pokemon I guess Sun. the question is like, how different is it? Like Pokemon Sun and Moon. That's a definite like. That's a I don't I don't remake, know if that's eligible. rehash. I don't even know what that is. That's a that's a rehash like to the fullest degree. Like at least Metroid is. Everall races and Hey Pikmin are new games. Like at least at least Metroid is is different. Like it's not right. It's based on they added that. new mechanics to Metroid Samus Returns. Yeah, it's it's based on that original game, but it's a complete. It's like Ratchet and Clank, kind of. Yeah, we're like that's a. It's a complete. It's based on old shit, but it's a complete remake. So I think I can give Metroid a pass. Fire Emblem, I don't know anything about. So. All right. Yeah, Metroid. I can. I can do that. And. uh I did play Hey Pikmin. It's all right. I know what a category it being all right, but it's like it's not a bad game. But yeah, it's been pretty sparse for the 3DS. So, what is the best handheld game? Uh, it has to be Metroid: Samus Returns. This is you. This is your choice. Yeah, Metroid: Samus Returns and Ever Oasis. Metroid Samus Returns wins best handheld. 
Ever what is Ever Oasis? I don't know what that is. It's an RPG. It's a it's an old school RPG in 3D. Came out in June. It's a I haven't spent much time with it, but I did spend time with it. All right. Metroid Sandwich Returns, followed by Ever Oasis. Mm-hmm. All right. We're at our last last category for the day. Mobile. I know we didn't add this, but. All right. Mobile, mobile. Hidden my game by mom. My, hidden my game by mom. Wait, there's a two of that? Oh, there's a two, my friend. There is a two. In the same year? Dude, they put out like six games. <laughs> they put out like six games this year. This brother ate my pizza or some shit. There's it's my, well, yeah, my brother ate my pudding. Whatever. The, the, whole fam- the whole family has a game, dude. They, they put out a lot of those. I only, I only played Hidden My Game by Mom. And, um, I mean, if we're talking, <laughs> if we're talking best mobile game, I don't think either of those are, could be considered the best, but they are definitely hilarious and a ton of fun. And just really simple. They're just like, Why would your mom hide your game? Because you play your game too much. And she like, I'm going to hide your game. And you find it. Your grandpa's sitting on it. Why but would you hide it under those, the couch? Those games go places. If you, if you, if you play it to the end, uh, some fucking crazy shit happens that I want to play. They're free. They're free to play. They're on. Uh, well, they're free to play on your phone devices. If you get this game on fucking Switch. You have to pay like five bucks. Five bucks. Like it's so fucking. Can we just talk about that for a second? No, no. You know what? F- fuck it. I'm just just know if you're buying Switch games, you're getting fucked. Of course you are. She hides her thing every. Single so, day. Yeah. The whole the whole premise is your 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 kid who's playing his three DS too much and your mom goes, You know what? I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna hide it. So the whole premise is every day you have to find out where she hid your three DS. And there's like these these puzzle mechanics. See this guy knows what he's doing. Half the fun is like doing the Not wrong thing. What you're doing. Yeah, doing the wrong thing and combining stuff in in the wrong way to see like stupid shit that happens this guy just looks like a speed run because this guy knows exactly what he's doing all right the other game you're thinking is my sister ate my pudding yeah i mean i could i could have put all these games these are all free these are all free to free to download on your iphone android devices but they're they're so good so funny yeah, this is the other game. My sister ate my pudding. And you're playing as the sister. Get pudding. <laughs> There's no pudding. 
My brother ate my pudding. <laughs> oh, you have to select it and do. Okay, I see. These game, these games are fucking great, man. If you if you never played them, why are these? Uh, why are their socks so huge? In Japan, that's what they wear. What I never knew is that they actually glue they glue their socks to their legs. So they don't yeah, slide down. that's yeah. I, I I've heard of that too. <laughs> I mean, it's a not an elegant solution, but man, this this kid is an asshole. He stole his sister's pudding and. <laughs> Oh, you're supposed to hide from your sister. Oh, I see. You're supposed to hide from your sister. Because you ate her pudding. (laughs) You caught. Ah! <laughs> uh, you know what? I actually would feel more comfortable like lumping all of these games together mm-hmm. into one. Um, the, it's owned by Hap Inc. The Hap Inc. ones. Yeah. I, I I heard Puzzle Fighter did make it to mobile. Is that I heard it's pretty pretty good. Oh yeah, Puzzle Fighter is actually pretty dope. I heard it's pretty good on iOS and Android. I only I only played a bit of it though. It's not as um it's not as deep as like no. traditional puzzle fighter, but um it's it's got most of the stuff you want in there. There's a lot of people who don't know how to play puzzle fighter playing puzzle fighter now. Which is frustrating. Well, for some people, you just go in there and whoop their ass, though. If you know what you're doing. Anyway, I think if we link, if we lump all these games together, hitting my game by, if we lump all the Hap Inc. games together, because they're, I mean, they're kind of Oh, the yeah. Same. Those games are. But. I'm comfortable with that and uh H you wanna talk about HQ? Is that a game? It's a game. It is. It's a game. I guess it is, yeah. It's with Walt Trebek. I mean, it's about as I mean, you're gonna say no to to Woke Trebek here. Eve. It's Quizmas Eve here at HQ HQ. I passed through the seven levels of the candy cane forest. Except for the game's fucking up bad these days. I walked through the Lincoln Tunnel just to be with you here tonight. And I'm so... Right? Could be some celebration. Reindeer. Football team. Ethan Sterling, my 5,000... But yeah, it's definitely a game, except for it's more a scheduled game. 
Is this your first time? Yeah, it's just a game, a, game, game, a trivia game show. It's a plate of non-GMO hemp milk and gluten-free. Right. It's got game in the name. Yeah, but you're playing with other people. You're going to have 10 seconds before I start reading the question to tap. Yeah, like, these are game games. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, hitting my game by mom's a game. You win. Yeah, but HQ might, like... And tonight... I might say that's like number one, just for how like ridiculous it is. Just for how ridiculous it is, and just how like how has no one done this before? <laughs> I wonder that too. It got this huge. Yeah. Is twelve thousand drummers drumming? And twelve thousand dollars to give away? Who knows? So you want to explain how it works real quick for people who might not know? Yeah, HQ. At, well, it's on right now. It's past three. Well. It was on 30 minutes ago. It's on 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock, unless they fuck up. And it's live. It's a live game show. And they, you answer questions in real time. So when so there's, there's questions. You go through the game. You, you answer the questions. If you get to the end, you win money, I guess. But, you know, I didn't get that far. But basically... <laughs> I got pretty far, but you know, I never got to that point. But yeah, you. But sometimes the game will fuck up so bad, and it literally you're trying to collect the thing, and it literally never pops up, and they have to do it again. So what do they do when they have to reset? Like, how do they? They do it again. So you just pretend it never happened, and they just. No, they pretend it happened, but they'll just oh. they'll they'll go like, "Hey, the last game fucked up. You get another chance at it." Like sometimes, sometimes they they fuck up, and you know, like on Christmas Eve, this one right here that you're watching, it fucked up, and they actually had to come back at ten. You put down that fruitcake for just a few minutes. I know that's pretty good. Yeah, they actually had to come back at ten and go like, "Hey, Santa's back." And we're like, "Ooh, Santa's gonna be on HQ," and then, uh, and then it's him. Nothing wrong with <laughs> nothing wrong with Scott Rogowski. but you said Santa was on HQ. You motherfuckers. I don't know if you know this, but Santa doesn't exist. I know this, but they could have lied and said Santa's on HQ, but no, it was woke Trebek. So here, here's how I'm feeling on this. I feel like HQ is like has to win this category. Says it's so crazy. Yeah. Which of these musical acts is but like, known for hip and then runner-up has to be hitting my game. All. All of the Happy Ink games. <laughs> Happy Ink games. <laughs> it's just, they released like six of them and they're all fucking like... Insanely good. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Is that is that a cop-out? Probably. No. <laughs> I mean... They're all the same game? I don't really... You can pick one of your own. Hitting my game by whoever. Yeah, well, and also they're all like free... I mean, part of the reason I haven't played, I haven't played Monument Valley or Galaxy of Pen and Paper. I hear they're really good, but I didn't play them. Yeah, in my game, my mom in my game, my mom. And I, I, I have played, I have played HU trivia more than three times. Yeah, I'd probably do HQ if it was on Android. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing. It's not on Android at all. I don't know why. It could get billions of people, but no. I don't think that so, game can. I don't think that game can handle it being on Android. Yeah, probably not. 
I don't think it can handle it. At least not until they like step up. There would be millions of people. Instead of like, I know, I know people like, well, there's 561k, but I'm just saying there would be millions of people playing HQ. Millions. But yeah, this is definitely. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Best mobile game, HQ trivia. <laughs> what if? Uh, followed by every game by Hap Inc. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, everyone. We're not gonna hide this podcast or hide it under a sofa, but I we do have to call it a day for day one. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty. Yeah. That was pretty. How long was that? I'm gonna check in just a second. Five and a half hours. Oh, that's longer than I thought. No, it's oh, no, 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 no. It's four and a half. Sorry, sorry. Oh, four and a half. Four and a half. Well, that's was, not bad. I was looking at the stream number, not not the actual record number. Oh, no, that's it's, not it's, bad. It's, yeah, it's yeah four I thought and we'd half. be around. Thought we'd be around four. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll do whatever's left tomorrow. Yeah, so let's do a quick recap of what we got here. Character of the year was Senua from Hellblade. Yep. Followed by Super Spech, Wolfenstein 2. Yep. Um, best Shooter, the Wolfenstein 2. Followed by Player Unknown Battlegrounds. <laughs> okay. Best Action Adventure Game, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Followed by Mario Odyssey. Best RPG, Persona 5. Yeah. Followed by Xenoblade Chronicles 2. <laughs> yeah. Best horror game, Player Knows Battlegrounds. <laughs> <laughs> someone's gonna someone's gonna go like what? <laughs> no, it makes total sense, trust me. Followed by Resident Evil 7. Trust me. It is it is a it's a horror game. It's it's fucking terrifying. It is very terrifying. In in the most in the most like pure way. Trust me, when you, when you think about it, you go like that's not like no, I'm terrified. I was terrified last night. Uh best fighting game. Tekken 7. Yeah, except for it's all mine sucked. Runner up Injustice 2. Best Xbox game, Cuphead, followed by Halo Wars 2. Yeah. Best PlayStation game, Near Automata. Yeah, that's a good game. Followed by Persona 5. Yeah. Third Best Nintendo game. What a bloodbath this was. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. Yes, see. Followed by Breath of the Wild. That is that is your list. Best PC game. Player Knowns Battlegrounds. Followed by Hollow Knight. Best indie game. Cuphead. Followed by Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight getting a lot of number twos here, man. It's a very good game, <laughs> hey, though. At least it's getting there. You know, who everyone yeah. else is probably gonna get snubbied. Uh, best handheld game, Metroid: Samus Returns, followed by Ever Oasis. 
And then best mobile game, HQ Trivia, followed by every Hap Inc. game. <laughs> off, off of all the shit. Hitting my game by mom. Congrats being on the place. Hitting my game, even if you just even if you just play one of those games, hitting my game by mom is, is totally worth it. Yes. All right. So we'll be back tomorrow, same time, around 10 a.m. to finish this all up. We'll finish this all up, and it'll be a lot less uh, overhead. We had an hour of setup, but that's all right. But I, I must get this file, get everything all ready to go, and get everything all squared away for today. So, uh, Wasabi, this has been an absolute pleasure and a privilege. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, I'm going to... We will continue this tomorrow. This ain't over. Oh, no. It's not over. We we do this because I have to go to work and also because of whatever we because use. Because of time restrictions. We got to keep it under a certain length. Yeah, or... but you know what? It works out for me fine. Yeah. It works out. So it's not I mean, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather do two, you know, in, instead of just one long-ass fucking one anyway. So I'd rather have whatever. It is what it is. It's fine. I'm not going to go like, you know, <laughs> last year we did seven hours, which was fine. Which is fine, but I think breaking it up in this, you guys get more content and a lot. So it's a lot more digestible. But I know four and a half hours, people are like, that's not digestible. It, it can be. Uh, yeah. For us, for us, that's digestible. Yeah. For me, it, it is. I mean, I used to do eight-hour podcasts. So... <laughs> Yeah, go choke that one down. 